Hello Redditors, hello Challenge fans, welcome back to another episode of the Challenge Redditors React podcast for episode 5, yes it's the 5th episode now, of Spies, Lies and Allies. Uh, we hope you enjoyed last week's episode with the wonderful Huey, um, but there is someone equally wonderful who is joining me on the podcast right now. You might currently see him eating a Kinder Bueno and licking your fingers if you're watching the version that we put on YouTube, and if not, you might hear the chomping, yes, it is my partner in crime. It's my ally. George, how are you doing? I'm sorry about that. I, I, I'm very, very low on energy today because I had a mate's wedding yesterday and I feel a little bit fragile. So I was trying to get some sugar in me pre-podcast so I could be enthusiastic about it. <laughs> Why do you feel fragile, George, may I ask? Anything to do with beverages? It might be quite to do with beverages. Um, and tick that it, off on the bingo card. Yeah, that's, that's a very, very early one for that one. But it was... Uh, it was a really good wedding. Very, very sassy um, ceremony director, which is quite oh, interesting. Amber M. Was it Amber M? <laughs> I forgot how much you loved her. I heard you would watch her. So I went, um, run a wedding ceremony. It'd be hilarious. But no, um, just mate, Germany. Really, really lovely day. Food was amazing. Always loved, like, I think they just had unlimited red wine. I think I got about two and a half bottles during dinner and then cocktails. So um, yeah, my. Um, you're going to have to do a lot of work on this one, mate. Oh, it's like every weekend, isn't it? Yeah, banter. Speaking of banter, before we get on to the banter segment, I've got a rundown for you this week, George. This is what's happening on the podcast. The usual shit, and we'll be joined by Brian. Banter segment time. <laughs> I'm fair. I, I, I kind of zoned out halfway through that, mate. I'm not going to lie to you. My head's incredibly fuzzy at the moment, but I enjoyed the enthusiasm <laughs> at the end. Uh, do I have any banter for you? You you brought up beveraging. Um, one of my favourite moments I've ever had on rugby tour was we we flooded the entire corridor of the hotel and turned it into a slip and slide, which was very very good fun. But did we got you charged... tell this on the Amber podcast, or did you tell it? Or was I... that after we stopped recording? I think it was after we stopped recording. I think oh. I've meant no no. I mentioned I think I mentioned it to Devon. But basically, we. Wonderful Devin Simone or number one draft pick Devin Walker? <laughs> the wonderful Devin Simone. Both friends we of the basically, basically plugged all the hotel sinks, um, and, like, got the floor, got the hotel corridor wet, ran up and down it with a fairy liquid. And then our first team hooker, which is a rugby position, by the way, you pervert, um, attempted, attempted to slide down the entire corridor down on a lilo, but he jumped too vertically, blew up the lilo and knocked himself out. So, that is classic hooker. That, that is quite a hooker thing to do. But you know what? I bet he fucking played rugby the next day. Uh, he did, actually. But then before we, went, before we went to play rugby the next day, we had to go down and pay, pay our fine for robbing the uh, flooding in the corridor, which is about three and a half grand. It's not cheap. Between how many? Uh, uh, 45. So oh, it, wasn't okay. ter- it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great. About um, £74.38 each, give or take. Good Lord, mate. That was fast. Yeah, well, unlike uh, you, you, one third you, you, of the you, challenges, you, I can yeah, do that. But we took um, our captain, our vice captain, went down to pay. And the person my desk was like, look, there's over 150 students from Reading University here. They've not caused one pound's worth of damage. And our very, very drunk mate just went, oh, well, clearly they don't have to beverage then, which obviously <laughs> did not go down well with the person telling us off of being a dickhead. Oh, so, yeah, there's your banter segment for the week. Uh, well, do you know what? This was this was a few years ago when you were just a little baby. And speaking of little babies, this week's in Challenge News, 
Zach and uh, Jenna have had a little baby, Anthony Nichols. So uh, big mazel tov to them. Lovely news. Congratulations. And also this week in challenge news, Ed's mum, Tammy, slid into my DMs. Okay, Levi challenge time. No, 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 no. Tell, tell us about the DM sliding first. Oh, it's not even that interesting. I posted Ed doing some dancing and she like sent a message with like the love heart because she loved it so much because they were on the circle together. They were like in the same apartment. So obviously she's a big fan of Ed. As big a fan of us. Uh, sorry, as big a fan as we are. She's not really a fan of us, but um, as big a fan of Ed as we are. Hopefully she's a fan of us. Who knows? Listen to the board, Tammy. She be. She'd be a pretty massive podcast fan if she liked us as much as she liked her own child. (laughs) Uh, Big shout out to uh, Tammy Eason as I uh, raise the water. Uh, Levi Challenge. Yeah. There's been another failure. How how did you believe Tesco? There's been another failure, George. Do you remember last week I was quite bunged up during the podcast? Yeah, you 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 were a bit snotty with Huey. Um, brilliant. Um, and then as the days progressed, I got progressively worse to the point that potentially I thought it was COVID. Um, so I had to take a COVID test. Fortunately, I tested Aww. negative, uh, but I wasn't really well enough to do any exercise, let alone a bleep test. Um, and then it was Rosh Hashanah. So um, synagogue, lots of eating. I didn't really get around to it. Also, logistically, when I was thinking about how I could do it whilst I had potential COVID, which wasn't COVID, I couldn't actually work out how I could film it. Um, so that's another fail for Levi and the Levi Challenge. So it's two passes, two fails. Oh, help, give me something easy. You're, ba- you're batting at CT's elimination record, though. No, he's six and five now because they almost got a 50 mm. win rate. Uh, I, I don't know. You have you have sinned quite a lot recently, Levi. I'm very very disappointed almost, in you. Almost too much, but fortunately, Rosh Hashanah is uh, over and Yom Kippur is coming up. So uh, the day of yeah. atonement, where I'll be repenting for my sins. That that'll work. Yeah. So Yom Kippur is correct if I'm wrong. Twenty four, no, twenty five hours without eating. You can obviously drink, can't you? No, you can't drink. Right. You can't, can't drink. drink for twenty five hours. No, it's like six twenty eight p.m. on. Wednesday night till 7.28pm on Thursday night. You can't eat, you can't drink, no water, no nothing. That sounds, that sounds hard. That sounds like a challenge in, in and of itself. So if this is not unfair to say, you will repent for your sins this week by completing Yom Kippur as Perfect. a... a so cool. I'm going to build it into your schedule for what you're doing anyway. Oh, well, I thank you very much for that one, Rabbi George. Um but um, I won't be able to film it. <laughs> I, <laughs> I reckon there can't be a rabbi called George anywhere in the world, can there? Who knows? Um, I won't be able to film it just for the simple reason it is Yom Kippur, so I'm not meant to be using my phone. But I will do it. And um, once it's over, I'll film my mum saying that I've completed it and send it to you. Perfect. And a, and a 30 second summary of how tired and hungry and um, thirsty you are, please. Oh, mate, the last two hours are hell, like I proper bet. headache. I was speaking I to um, I was speaking to some uh, Muslim friends of mine who obviously do Ramadan, which is 30 days. I know obviously they can drink at sundown from uh, sundown to sunset, but still it's very difficult and they can eat during that time. But it's still very difficult. I say like, you know, 25 hours I find hard enough. So I admire them so much for doing 30 days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yours is I've, hard. Yom Kippur sounds trickier though. Well, no, because it's like you do 25 hours and it's done. 
Like if, yeah. you, if you're doing 30 days and you find the first three days tough, you've got to tough it out for another 27 days. That's a very, that's a very good point, actually. Yeah, fair play. And I do um, like, you can sleep during those 25 hours as well. I, I try and sleep for about 20 of it. Hmm. Well, you know, spend some time in, uh, in the synagogue um, and then do the fasting, a little bit of sleeping. And then at the end of it, I always end up eating too much and feeling ill. Yeah. So basically, you've got like the extremes across a 28-hour period. And then for that little nice bit in the middle, you feel okay again. Mm, I bet the food's sweet, though. It's all about culture. Well, I was going to say, it's all about culture and tradition. And one place that we know has a lot of culture and tradition is Romania, where our favourite Romanian rapper, Emi, is from. You've got to do the segues, George. You can't just throw it into there. That was Um, a very, very good segue. Nicely done. um, so yes, Emmy's EPs uh, this week. Obviously, I like to show it the screen. Oh, if you listen to the Instagram clip of Emmy's EPs, you will hear the song in the background. But we can't do it on YouTube because we get yes. a um, we get a big copyright flag. Um, George is opening another Kinder Bueno. Um, so yes, I have been listening to for Emmy's EPs. It's called Fatalu Tony Montana. Now that means I am the face of Tony Montana. Now, obviously, we know she did a song about Hannah Montana. I've done some digging. Tony Montana, no relation, just the same surname. Um, so I've done, a, I've done a little Google Translate because, shock horror, the whole thing's in Romanian again. Um, is Tony Montana not the character from Scarface? Oh, yeah, he is the character from Scarface, okay. not the father of Hannah Montana. That is Billy Ray Cyrus. Um, but um, whilst you think about his achy breaky heart, let me tell you about Emmy's achy breaky heart because let me read some translation. Bitch, you don't tell me what to do, bitch. You don't tell me when to shut up, bitch. You don't see that I have gold on me and steel body, Tony Stark. You don't see that you don't have nothing. Your progress is insignificant. That's why I feel obliged to put you in my film. It's Emmy, a Lupe's world. The hinges on all the puppies and all the lackeys. I have neon green blood in my veins. Predator of modern jungles. I'm a witch hunt. I have no competition. I'm dead. Bitch! And the best thing is, when she does that, it's Emmy. A Lupe's world. It is in Romanian, but she does it in that cadence, which I really like. So, um, as far as the song itself, because I know the people are here for the rundown, the uh, music critique from someone with a music degree which i do actually have um yeah i really like it it's, it's interesting at the beginning because she starts with quite a deep voice but then goes into her usual emmy voice um and in the middle of it she has what i like to call a little uh alicia dixon mystique breakdown where the song goes completely different but then suddenly goes back to normal which reminds me a little bit of um you know in one night stand by mystique I say, get up, get up, it's a one-night stand. Here I come again with my rhyming slang. <laughs> right to the rhythm, I flip this sound. Flip this, I'm gonna move around my, 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 my misty. We're coming back again. Right to the rhythm inside your membrane. I'm gonna burn you with my lyrical flame. Start the game, come follow me, it's time to play. And then it goes, Hunt to mislead you was my intention. Nothing more to say. I hear the sound of the DJ play in a jam. Anyway, so it's kind of like it goes completely off the song and then completely on the song. Um, we are definitely getting flagged on copyright there. Um, but yeah, anyway, <laughs> um, it's got that nice little breakdown there. One thing I will say, because I think I've been overly positive on MECPs. It, and it's probably because I heard Hannah Montana first. Yeah. Let's just say 
Hannah Montana and Tony Montana could be related, not just because of their surname, but also because the songs sound pretty fucking similar. But I liked Hannah Montana. It's a good song for spinning. I think this could be a good song for spinning. And what I've decided, George, is once I complete Emmy's EPs, I'm going to set up a fucking spin playlist. Nice. I enjoyed your review. There's one, there was one line in that I really enjoyed. Um, Predator of the Modern Jungle is actually a very, very well thought out bit of wording. Do you know what my um, favourite line was? Bitch! No, it's Emmy. A Lupe's world. Yeah. I'm all about the cadence. But yeah, so I will give that. I think I would have liked it more if I hadn't heard Hannah Montana because it does have some Hannah Montana um, similarities. But then also at the same time, I did really like it because I liked Hannah Montana. So another banging track from our friend Emmy Alupe. And I look forward to listening to another one next week. George, quick question, because... I think by putting this segment in, we've really turned a corner in the class that we're giving out on this podcast. Um, but I would like you to bring the class down before we talk about Redditor's Corner by whipping out your massive pole. Ah, nicely done again. Um, actually, I was listening for some reason to the official challenge podcast earlier today. It's terrible. I got, ten, I got 10 minutes in, I got bored. But they try and... Um, they try and think of the word for segue and explain what a segue is, and they don't quite, they can't think about what it is for about 15 seconds. It's like, you guys aren't as good as Levi. You're, you're just terrible, terrible podcasters. You're, I didn't you're, tell them to say that. No. I, I'll PayPal the money over to you now, though, George. I'm literally just checking my bank app now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, let me, let me whip out this massive poll. I went for a slightly different one this week. Um, it wasn't as like, do, do, do. It wasn't as like quick fire as the other one. It was a bit more of a thought one. Um, oh, okay. So it was it was a slow burn on erecting that poll, is what you're saying? Yeah. So only only about 650 votes, but I quite liked this idea because it was so what combination of season, so cast and format, um, would make for the best season? So it's like the cast of one of them and then the format um, of another. So hmm. we had rivals one format and the vendettas cast. Didn't do overly well. The weird thing here, though, is this was the results for this are all very, very evenly spread. Um, so that we've got about 80 votes. War of the World one format and final reckoning cast. That's the one I would have picked because that final reckoning cast is all time great, and that format was a mess. I hated final reckoning. I don't ever want to hear about I, it. I know you did. Whenever we whenever we did a what if about it, you were absolutely useless. <laughs> Rivals, I don't know why I was there. Rivals 2 cast and double agents format. I actually think that one would have been quite interesting. Dual format and War of the Worlds 2 cast. I thought that would have been awesome. And then free agents cast and the cut ropes format. Any of those, I know you said you're very, very good at picking up moments. You sometimes struggle with big seasons, but do any of those jump out as ones that would uh, be of the most interest to you? Or do you want to guess which one? The list was so long, I've forgotten what all of the options were. You are literally a much better host than you are a uh, in, you are a second person on this. You're just so <laughs> self-involved. Um, the winner you bastard! Ju- <laughs> 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 I was wondering what my reaction would be for that. No, the winner was um, dual format and War of the Worlds two casts, which I think is fair because that War of the Worlds two cast. Now you look back at that. That is a great one. If that got released today, like the excitement for the season would be awesome. 
because um, I think the people there's I think gearing up for the season 41 is going to be a awesome cast and I think that's why they're trying to rush through seasons but yes that was my massive poll this week the Redditor's Corner I actually haven't saved that much um, the nice just hit me nice with one because I think Brian is, uh, is is messaging us going how long are you going to be yeah so um, Gabo so someone tweeted it's about this episode someone um, Derek Kaczynski uh just kind of told uh, Mike the situation about how Gabo was praying to him, and Mike the situation replied uh, replied to it. Message Gabo, and now Gabo has had his week made. So that's a very very nice little bit from Reddit. Oh, do the, you know? Do you know what? Some of, some of Derek. The, I know I'm quite negative about him, but well done. Some of the redditors were saying that we should chip in and get a um, cameo from the situation to uh, Gabo to cheer him up. I was like, this is such a nice Reddit. It's a lovely thought, but do you not also think? You work for MTV. You work for MTV. MTV should just sort that out. Yeah, I mean, Mike, the situation's obviously a much bigger star, though. So I don't know where they do that time or something. Actually, I don't know much about them. But right, should we, um, shall well, we let Brian in? Well, we can do. But speaking of stars, there's one more thing that we need to talk about and send a big Ooh. congratulation to um, the second challenger to appear on Dancing with the Stars after the wonderful Huey, who is a now friend of the pod, Huey, because Mike the Miz Mizanin has been announced for season 30 of Dancing with the Stars on ABC. So congratulations to the Miz from MTV to ABC. But you know what else would be fantastic? As you say, Let's get Brian on. I'm not going to give him that big of an introduction because he's pretty much on every other week. Um, he goes by the name of TJ's Bike on Reddit. So without further ado, let's bring on Brian. Brian, it's been so long. How are you? It's been it's been too long. You know, I I, I know I'm not Huey, but I guess your listeners will have to will have to scrape the bottom of the barrel this week. I, I appreciate the introduction. You may not be uh, Huey, but you are Huey. And that's all no. we want. No. Okay. I don't. I don't. We've, want, a, I don't we've, want we've, we've actually we've actually now run out of new friends. We've had to refer back to our old friends. Because, <laughs> yeah, it's like man, no you, one guys knew really, you guys are killing it on the guest book, and you had to like call me and be like, "Hey, Brian." <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we, we shifted. No one, shifted no one will come and play with us. No one will come and play with us this week. Can you help us <laughs> yeah. out? George yeah. is coming over and needs someone to help him carry the pod because he's got no energy. <laughs> Don't lie, George. We had to get we had to get our mummies to call up Brian's mummy to get him to come play. Yeah. <laughs> so when you bike uh, round, is that a thing? Is that a thing in the states, Brian? Where you just bike round to your mates' house and go, can so and so come out and play? And they just uh, and yeah. go, no. And you're like, okay, bye. Toddler. Yeah, that was the first seven years of my life, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> How are you doing, Brian? You good? You sent over uh, my care package uh, yet? We won't talk about what's in it. Um, I'm good. I have not sent it quite yet. I'm still waiting on delivery of a special item um, for you, a surprise item. Um, No, not that, George. Um, But I'm good. I'm good. Last day of work before vacation, and then I'm off for a couple days. It feels good. It's good around here. Good good vibes. vibes Yeah, good vibes in this city. And what is the one thing that you would love to do on the last day of work before vacay? Is it talking about the challenge episode five, two days after it's aired? Yeah, absolutely. There's nothing else I'd rather do in the world, to be honest. That's <laughs> it. 
that absolutely was sincere neither. and sarcastic at the same time. Yeah. I don't <laughs> it's know a bit like the no MEZP sarcasm. segment. Yeah. Oh, man. Did, what did you guys talk about this week? Which one was it? Oh, it was, um, I'm sure you've heard of it. It yeah, was. I um, music all the time. Yeah, it was um, the big one, Fata Lu Tony Montana. No oh, relation to Hannah. Dude. Yes. What did you say? Well, oh, whatever. I'll listen to it. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You listen to it. I'll clip it up. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, it's really man. good. Um, I mean, you know, similar surname, similar sound to Hannah, but you know, it is what it is. Um, do you yeah. like the bit where she's like, it's Emmy? A Lupe, and there's that little guy. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> George, George, do you need to get on the Emmy Lupe Romanian rap hype train? I think I actually, I, yeah, I, I feel quite left out now, so I will be listening to this. <laughs> so my next time you like, next time you like climb a mountain doing a handstand the entire time or whatever crazy shit you do, just listen to her music. She'll get you'll get up there quick as hell. Um, but do you know um, what else okay. is quick as hell? This introduction, because Me the challenge is oh, back. Sorry. We'll talk about that later. The challenge is back <laughs> for another episode. Last week, friend we of the show, Huey, and friend of the show, Amber, not B, uh, won the elimination against Corey Lay and Michelle, which led to some new team partnerships being formed. So friend of the show, Amber, don't have to put the B anymore. And number one draft pick, friend oh. of the show, Devin Walker, uh, became a partnership. Um, friend of the show, Huey, and George's best friend, Nanny, became a partnership. Because do you remember last season when we did the podcast, Brian, George used to slag Nanny off so much? It was every single episode. To be honest, it was the, it almost made me stop listening. But then yeah. I powered through and I stuck with it. You, Fantastic. you made that joke so many times now, that I'm actually starting to believe I was quite rude about Nanny. <laughs> you were. It was insane. It was crazy. Yeah. I mean, anyone who paid attention knows. Every single time you did it as well, you like put on my voice to make it seem like <laughs> me, but we didn't do a video yeah, that was the last other time, thing. so you, you were a... like, oh, no one can prove it. Yeah, you, 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 do, you do a bad uh, Levi impression, so <laughs> I, I, I can't every time. I think yeah. it's anyway. exactly like him. It's the right amount of pretentious and stupid. This Ooh. is what happens when hey. Brian comes on the show. It's like, first of you all, be sh- George turns into a cock. And second of all, <laughs> all of my intros get fucked up. So shut <laughs> up and let me get into this link, uh, which left Ashley paired with Josh um, and the rookie-rookie pair of Gabo and Emmy, the rapper from Romania. Oh. Now, I know that's a lot to digest, So let's see what went down when they got back to the house. Thank you for staying quiet. Crushed it. Amber, badass. Get in there, bitch. I got seven. Amber's pissed. Even if she knew her name was floating around, she didn't actually think Bessie was going to pull the trigger. And to be honest, Esther has no relationship with Amber, so this was easy for her. This is just how it happens sometimes. Uh, so, do we think Anissa's right? Does Amber have no reason to be pissed, given that she doesn't really have a relationship with Esther and God knows what's going on with Fessy? Or has Fessy blown up the Big Brother Alliance and in turn potentially blown up the Vets Alliance? I think Amber's got, and obviously we're biased on this, right? So, uh, biased. that's what the B stands for. No, the B stands for Brian, which we've got to, on the podcast this week to stop us being biased. But oh. I, I, I would be, I would be annoyed if I was Amber in this situation. I think that's pretty understandable. Like one, first off, even if she didn't have the big brother relationship, which I don't think is that big because they didn't really work together last season. Mm. But the vets, have an, the, vet, 
on the, well, actually one of them is quite big um, but the, <laughs> fundamentally they've got a vets agreement and she's a vet. I think she's more of a vet yeah she is technically a vet um, and yeah shut up Anissa Brian? Yeah, I mean, not as much on the shut up Anissa thing, but I do agree with George overall. I, I don't know. I don't know. Fessy's just so, he's just dumb. So it's like, I, I don't, the logic behind what he did is I think what is driving Amber is, is upsetting Amber the most because it's like, she just doesn't get it. It's like, why? Like, what the but fuck was the point you, of any of that? Do you get it? I don't get it. No. Other than I mean, like I blind jealousy it. that she won and he didn't. Yeah, I mean, I get it from like a stupid person's perspective, like him. Like he, you know, <laughs> he like he he doesn't. He's not thinking big picture. He can't like think. What's the saying? You can't see the the forest and the trees or whatever. Wood, and you can't like, see the wood from the trees. That's it. You know, bear shits in the woods. Um, Nailing his flag to the mast. George's favorite. That's it. No, we'll burn, I just we'll he's burn saying, that when we get to it. That's my favorite. Like, there's no, yeah, there's no point. There's no point in. And even trying to figure it out. He's just dumb. It was a dumb thing to do. It was stupid. So well, it, it just was. And he's sitting there in the bed and being like, and whatever, we'll get there, I think. But it's <laughs> just like... Well, it backfired as well, because it led to um, Michelle and Corey Lay getting eliminated. And obviously, Michelle leaves behind Emmanuel. She's written him a letter, three lines long. Obviously, doesn't care that much. Um, Tori looks after him. How long till they shag? How many episodes? Oh, I mean, wait. She is like one of the most relentless human beings I've ever seen in my life in terms of her pursuit of men, male attention. It's insane. <laughs> it's, it's, it's nuts. Um, I don't know. As quickly as Emmanuel wants it to happen, you know? There's a, there's a clip, I think, in the trailer of both of them having quite a steamy dancing session. So I think it could be on the card for a little bit of a challenge Rumpy Pumpy. Rumpy Pumpy. Yes. <laughs> Brian, welcome to being the American in between two Brits. It was, obvious I was, was it obvious I was picking pumpy. the most British thing I could yes, think of there to describe? <laughs> it seems pretty damn British to me, Rumpy Pumpy, I'll tell you what. <laughs> you know who's not British? George's best mate, Nanny. I'm pointing, and what I've just realised is in the edit, I think George is not in the direction that I'm pointing, but he is on my current screen. I'm pointing on the screen. Anyway, You're fine. she checks on Gabbo. He's a little bit emotional because um, he was with Nanny and now he's with Emmy, um, which makes him part of a rookie rookie team. And we know what happens to rookie rookie teams unless Fessy's in power and fucks everything up. Now, uh, what Gabbo says is he wants to win because he wants to help his family and buy a sports car. Um, oh, I'm so, I look, I'm so over Gabbo. He's oh, he's like Kyle without the charm. He's like oh. trying to be everything that made us like Kyle, but he has no charm, and he's just like stupid. No, I, I I think that's a bit harsh. I I, I Gabbo really grew on me in this episode. Like I think he's so unapologetically just dumb, but so well-meaning, and it actually comes across as quite charming. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about, Gabbo? Rules. What are you talking yeah. about? I can't massive do you know what? I'll be honest. I'm struggling to get behind many of the rookies because I know they'll be gone in a couple of episodes. <laughs> Tori's trying to. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't want to emotionally invest in any of them because they'll be gone soon. 
Well, that's the that's the beauty of Gabo is you don't have to emotionally invest in it. It's just that's the point. It's like he was great to have around for as long as we had him around, and like the fact that he loves Jersey Shore as much as he does makes me think like that's how I feel about the challenge. So it's like I can appreciate that. Like I would I, sometimes I pray to CT when I'm in strenuous situations you know <laughs> do you do you think what could come of this appearance on um on the challenge is jersey shore gabo reacts podcast oh, oh. <laughs> shall i, I slide think... into his dms if he needs a uh, a co-host if you guys got gabo on this thing i and i wasn't also invited i would be i would be <laughs> i would never talk to you guys again well, what we do is all three of us would cycle around your house, knock on your door and say, uh, can, can Brian come out to play, please? And I'd say only if Gabo's there. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd say, sorry, Gabo is playing with Mike the situation. Then I know, then no, he cannot come out to play. <laughs> so, so you like him because you feel like he's just, he's there, he's Gabo, we don't have to emotionally invest. Joe gets very it's emotional, it. by the way, on the challenge. Emmy. Not Martinez. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, he does. He, he's having a little chat with Amber outside. He swears. He tried to look out for her. He doesn't swear at her. He swears that he tried to look out for her. Amber's getting quite upset. She doesn't want to be naive anymore. Berna makes some bitchy, catty, unnecessary comment. Um, yeah. And Josh says the biggest mistake he made was not telling Amber Fessy was going to throw her down. So he knew. Okay, first off, let's do the quick one here. Shut up, Berna. Yeah, doesn't, Berna. In, doesn't, doesn't involve you. Go away. Go back to a circus. Um, Jesus. clown. <laughs> you clown, Bertha. <laughs> Don't talk yeah, about shit. friend of the show, Amber, like that. Clown. Yeah, you well, clown. Well, well, <laughs> <you> know, clown. <laughs> I quite like Bertha. I, I don't mind her, but I thought that clown comment was really, really funny. Um... I don't think there's massive John. I think it just shows that kind of we already knew. Even though Josh is, I mean, actually enjoying Josh a lot more this season, we've still shown that he's not. He's still yeah. a bit weak. If, if Josh had, if Josh did know that Vessi was going to throw Amber down and then went and told Amber, that's actually quite an interesting bit of character development because it's it puts more weight to Josh standing up to the Big Brother Alliance and actually being a good person. Whereas here, it's just like. Okay, so you feel guilty about it, but you can do anything to stop it. Um, but it does link into something more interesting later in the episode about the breakdown of the Big Brother lines, which I won't jump to, but I can't wait to talk about that. Well, Brian, he does say here that he's checked out the Big Brother Alliance. Is this a thing where he says it for two episodes and then he's like, back, back with them, best friends again? Yeah, of course. Like, what are you talking about? Here, I'm checked out. Like, I've like I had the same best friend since we were kindergarten. You mean times I've been checked out of that friendship? And we were talking this morning, so it's like, I don't know. I'm not hearing that. It's you know, awkward if that friend doesn't know and like, and it's like, and be like, what? Only checked out of our friendship? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, believe me, he's checked out too. We we've both been in and out of this thing. Here's the deal, though, George. Is what I know you said, and you're like, yeah, I can kind of like. Josh this season he's just getting a good edit he's the same exact person he's just like friends with your friends now so it's like you don't have a choice yeah but a friend of George's enemy is George's enemy a friend of George's friend is George's friend I don't think that's how it goes no, no I, just, I, I just I just pretty much hate everyone 
I'm very, I'm, I'm very tired. <laughs> um, speak, speaking of Josh, uh, George's enemies, good old Fess. He's uh, chatting with Nanny and Casey and Tori and Anissa, basically all the girls, um, basically saying he never had a relationship with Amber. Josh is trying to sit too pretty. Casey's like, I don't understand why Josh put on his game on the line for Amber of all people. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I feel like, this is my opinion. Tell me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Casey and Fessy think they're the best. And they're pissed off that Amber who they obviously thought was weak last season, outsmarted them to get to the final, even though she was at the bottom of their pile, and then she went and won it, and they're just pissed off. Yeah, I agree. I also get the... But I get why Josh is putting a, putting his like hand up to protect Amber as well. She Because be he's a, a nice partner. person. Uh, also be a great finals partner. Yeah, I, I also bingo. think Josh is actually a nice person. I think we've been too harsh on him last season. I also agree with that. But it's never been we- about him being nice. He's always been nice, but George nailed it. It's because they would. He thinks they would win the final if they were together. He doesn't want to lose the partner. But That's but they wouldn't. But they wouldn't win the final because Josh would be in the partnership. I, I, that, 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 that doesn't matter. That's what he thinks. It's about what yeah. he thinks. Hmm. It's just the same thing with Fessy and Casey to answer your question too. It's like Fessy and Casey, Fessy and Casey think that they're the best because in their minds, if Casey didn't get injured in the final, they would have won. They think that. Their mindset is that they're champions despite bad luck or whatever, you know, that's what they think. So that's why they're acting this way because they think they won last season. Mm. Are they aware they did not win last season? I, I don't know, and I wish Amber would fucking start reminding people. I you know, <laughs> like I don't I don't know why I took her this on to say fuck Big Brother. Like that's how she should have been right away. I don't. She's been weird this season. I'm also weirdly fascinated by her. I can't stop. Like think, sometimes I just sit on my porch and think about Amber and like just, just how and why we got here. Instagram.com <laughs> forward slash Tori underscore Kennedy know about this. Not like that. God, Jesus Christ. Not like that. Stop trying to get Brian in trouble. <laughs> um, so I, I also think that Fessy and Casey do absolutely think they're the best. I think they, and I think they're probably, it's probably based on jealousy. I mean, Brian's like completely right there. But they're, they're arguably both very, very good at lots of the game, but they've never had this like, They've never had what should be a first season experience on the challenge. They should have got thrown in loads. But they debuted in the Skull game with okay. like four life or death allies. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they've had a very, very easy intro to this show. Whereas that's a really good point. Jay, yeah. I, 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 someone mentioned this on the Reddit uh, in a discussion this week. I think it was about a conversation about what it takes to be a vet. And basically, they brought up this point about. Um, Fessy, sorry, Kessie and Facey, who is absolutely how they're getting referred to from now on. Right? <laughs> I, 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 think they, I think they've got it here. That they're, they're good, but they're really overinflated. They've got a really overinflated ego. And mm. I think that when the Vet Alliance starts breaking up, I am fascinated to see what happens if they are just thrown into back-to-back eliminations together. And they actually, they could come out and it would actually give them a bit of a challenge, a bit of a cooler story on the challenge. But they could also lose, which would be great. 
Can I just well, ask about this whole vet thing? Because technically, if Sean Lineker came back, he's a vet. Like, I don't think it should be you're a rookie slash prospect or you're a vet. It should be rookie, challenger, until you've done three seasons, then vet slash champion. If you win on your first season like Amber, then you go straight from rookie to champion. I think there should yeah. be four categories. I just think, like, saying you're a vet because you done one episode on a previous season i'm not saying sean's walking around saying that he's a vet but i'm just using him <laughs> as an example like to say that you're a vet because you did a couple of episodes on one season doesn't make you any better than the rookies that are coming in that season do you see what i mean yeah but i think they do a lot of self-policing with that like you know i think they kind of keep each other in check in that way like there is sort of a like you can't really go on saying that because people will tell you to shut up. Like yeah. you know, the grown-ups in the room will be like, stop. You know, there is still a gravitas. CT basically. Like, CT. CT will say stuff. Yeah. Well, that's no part of the reason that Casey and, and Fessy are being unchecked. Their egos are so inflated because, I mean, I know you guys aren't as big as fan, but with no bananas around or someone like him to kind of like. I don't mind. I like, I like bananas. Check. I think the show well, is missing him. Well, that's what I mean. There's no one around to check these guys. There's no one around to be like to tell them to fucking relax. Like CT's not going to, unless provoked. And Fessy learned his lesson with that last season, hopefully. Like Corey's not going to because he just rides the wave, and Kyle's not going to either. So, like, who else is gonna? What other veterans are around? To, Us. I mean, we Ashley? will. We will. We will tell them. I mean, it has to be like Ashley to do it. Well, it's interesting yeah. that you say that because if you think about it, kind of. After Corey, the next person that's kind of vets is someone like a Devin or a Nelson. And next morning, Nelson's flirting with Berna uh, at breakfast. Kyle's flirting with Devin by the pool. But over on the grass, the new hot guy, Logan, is flirting with Big T. Now, I want to go straight to you, Brian, because Mm -hmm. based on the criteria that you and myself and Lauren discussed of new hot guy... I don't think Logan is the new hot guy. I think Emmanuel is the new hot guy. So, uh, yeah, I think you're right. And But here's the deal, though. It's like a couple of smooches here and there does not a new hot guy make. You know, he needs – the production needs to be there. It's why it, – I mean – if he's hooking up, starts hooking up a Tory, I think that kind of cements it for sure. I, Logan just didn't want it. Logan's too hot. He's like Joss. It's, it's he didn't he didn't want. It. He's too hot to like hook up on TV. You know, him and Big T are just they, they work from like a personality like chemistry standpoint. You know, quick that's question the, as that's well. a problem. Yeah, with with the new hot guy situation, if Norm gets a third shot next season, is he still mm-hmm. part? Yeah. Of the, no, so he doesn't even he can't get another be new. The new, the new word "new" goes away. You know, but you were giving him a, a new hot guy second chance this season, and he that was due to the low, low corollary more than anything. When yeah, you get, but, but the first season it was Lolo's fault. The second season it was Coco's fault. So surely he gets another chance. You say Coco? No. I'm trying to yeah, say the word not, without saying it because it's not official. Cute names to this pandemic, please. I don't think cute names are what we need to get us through. <laughs> On the other side, Nom is what we need to get. Us here's through. the deal: like you only get Nom only got a second shot. You don't get a third shot. Okay. Either you are, or you aren't. You are, or you are. As know? far as I understand it, it's also it's a it's only linear. So if yes. he stayed on, he would have still been the new hot guy unless someone ripped the belt. That's Dep- correct. someone has taken the belt. Also, so I is, don't is find Logan still hot. the new hot guy? What's up? 
Is Kyle still the new hot guy? No, it's vacant because it got taken from Kyle by Bear, but then we had to vacate Bear's yeah. reign. So it's currently just vacant. It's just sitting there for anyone. And can we, can we just, can, can Any we just of these go back? hot guys can, can have we, the goddamn belt if somebody would goddamn just take it? I don't get it. Sorry. Can we just go back to that filth that just came out of George's mouth? I don't think yeah. Logan's that hot. He's so He's hot. He's not. Yeah, you're he, not. He, that's a wild ass. He, he looks unbelievable in his pictures, but he just, yeah, he doesn't look that great um, nope. in normal life. No, he's I, I so don't. You are so wrong about this. One. This, this, so this, this, opi- this opinion got 172 upvotes on unpopular opinions he, last week. He's, so. he's literally hotter than Joss. He's not no, hotter than Joss. He's not no, hotter than Joss. Yes. Yeah, yes. Okay, okay, hold on. George, your massive poll. <laughs> I want your massive poll this week. Hotter than Joss? Your massive poll this week, Levi. People to ever live. Are you serious? <laughs> George, your massive poll this week is who is hotter, Joss or Logan? Please. I want to know what the Redditors think. Fine. No one's hot. Logan or Joss is the like he's the pinnacle man. Yeah. I mean he's like Joss is hotter like, than him. Joss is like two Kyles a Nam and a no, Joss is Zach, so hot. Zach level of hotness. Was Jordan the new hot guy for a bit? Jordan was the new hot guy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. A couple seasons. Then, then Kyle took it. Kyle, no Corey. Corey well, I went Jordan. Jordan Tony Corey, for Kyle. one episode. No, oh, when he when he hooked up it. with the um Christina. Oh, the one girl who I love I love her. She yes. is um, oh, be- oh I love her. Sorry, guys, can we just take a brief break to say one? Three dudes. I am spending my Friday night hungover <laughs> in the same clothes I've been wearing for like the last two days and arguing about how hot people are on a reality TV show that none of my mates know about. Yeah, welcome to the first day of the rest of your life, George. I'm having I'm having a wonderful evening. <laughs> Look, I am. <laughs> <laughs> no, Levi, you're meant to be fasting. You can't be thirsting after no, Logan anymore. No, not till Wednesday night. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, um, from just to go back to what George said, you're wrong. Logan's hot as fuck, and Big T yeah. is going to bang him now. Let's um, <laughs> go away from objectifying men because oh. it, it's wrong. Um, and let's move yeah. to uh, the woman that George hates more than anyone else. Old Nanny. Um, so she's having a chat with Huey um, saying that she is a uh, sorry, friend of the show, Huey, that she's flattered yeah. that he chose her as a partner. Um, Ed, fucking love Ed's, Ed. And, Ed's and his mom, Tammy. Ed is hot. Yeah. Brian? Ed's, yeah, Ed's, Ed's a good looking cat. He's not hot though. Like you he's know, got hot, hot personality. Hot personality. Yeah, but that, that voice, he's good looking. He's hot, like with a lowercase, but he's not hot with a capital. <laughs> Brian, can you please do this in your next breakdown of like different <laughs> Listen, I feel like I talk about it quite enough, but yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'll go into more detail just for you. <laughs> Happy Friday. Um, anyway, so Ed thinks Huey picking Nanny's a smart move. It is. But Nanny, start, Nanny gives Huey a bit of a pep talk because Huey's a bit down on himself. He's like, oh, you know, oh, I freaked out on a lot of the challenges. I freaked out on a lot of them. And I, I was worried what people might think. Um, and then Nanny was like, you know, Huey, you may have freaked out, but you gave it a go. You did really well. And, and Huey says, I need to be more confident. I need to listen to her. Stop being naive and just shut up, Huey. Um, Oh, they're cute, aren't they? 
I love your Huey impression. It's so but you good. did your Huey impression too, Huey. It was like I my brain almost exploded. Yeah, I I, I, was, I couldn't really process. It. I was worried think, that was going to cause like, the world to end. Were you like, oh my god, there's two Hueys on the podcast? How's that possible? No, I thought he was going to hang up. <laughs> I did say though, I was like, I'm not going to do it in the accent. He was like, oh, I'll do it in the accent. I'm not. I don't get offended. I'm, I still thought he was going to hang up. <laughs> Uh, they're quite yeah, good so, guys talk about it come on podcast I, got, they, I don't know i got nothing i got nothing for you. they do seem quite cute also i do think i think huey is actually incredibly genuine like he said he's on the interview with us and he was on i think i read something about the way he was interviewed this week as well he does sound like he had quite a lot of i won't vote for you if you don't vote for me deals mm. and i think he generally stuck to all of his but no one else uh, i think a lot of other people have um stabbed in the back here so he's just he's obviously quite an emotional person but getting betrayed <laughs> sorry yeah getting betrayed by is obviously really shit so i think you're just going to see huey get more and more like this throughout the season as he finds out that more and more people are breaking their deals with him and we're going to get one hell of a rant at the end of it that's that's a prediction put it on the whiteboard levi I actually have a whiteboard. Oh, cool. Can we start doing long-term challenge predictions? Uh, I mean, it's like... Oh, you should. One. You should write it on the wall behind you. Just, just, uh, <laughs> um, I can't because um, my flat's still being done up still. I'm still in the temporary flat. So ah, I'll, I'll kind of have to pay. Sounds like an excuse it. to me. Um, <laughs> but anyway. Uh, yeah, so um, next bit was weird. Carl just... Sinks a good shot in pool and hugs Devin. I don't know why they put that in. Maybe to show that they wait, don't hate each wait, other time out. Let, with rewind. That's not just weird. It's annoying. Why didn't they show what happened? They like went nuts. Like they act like the way they were acting is that Kyle did the coolest trick shot in the history of pool, and they didn't did, show it. They the just best. showed. <laughs> we had a whole episode two episodes ago where we didn't mention his name, Brian. <laughs> no, I mean, it was just very disarming. I got nothing. That's all I got. What do you think about Carl sinking the balls, George? Well, <laughs> oh, he's, his, uh, his missus is due very soon. I think she was due the other day, actually. So um, yeah. oh, The fact you went from sinking balls to the fact she's pregnant is rank. <laughs> no, I was saying Perfect. something nice next time we do the podcast. Levi's Carl always been be good at segues, man. Yeah. <laughs> next time we do the podcast, he might be a daddy. Daddy Carl. Mm. That really fucks up Corey's game. It also, but Kyle will do it so much more entertainingly than Corey does it as well. It's like, I am now officially a dad. I might have been a dad for a while because condoms are not always 100% effective. Or <laughs> always used. Get, get, yeah. Allegedly, get we don't know. Just saying. Get mastectomized, kids. It's cool to snip. Um, anyway, move on before I start getting fined for public service announcement. Don't do what George says. Kids. I don't even think that's a word. That don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. And if you do, George said it, not me or Brian. Yeah. Carry on, George. Like I, like I said, all those things about Nanny. Um, I can get behind that. It's a video podcast now, George, so um, people will see that shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we're just going to gloss over them sinking the balls. Um, but I think it does show that like, what happened in the last episode between them is done now. Oh, I see. You actually yeah, had a point there. Yeah. yeah they they knew points. that was like 95%. That was an issue to do. That was 95% for TV, that fight, I think. I don't think there was ever anything really that serious behind that. But it was probably was it? Get, 
I have a question for you guys. Sorry to interrupt. Yes, it you may ask the question, head. Brian. Um, wouldn't you guys like to see more of that stuff, though? What? Like Devin them and Kyle breaking pool? up? No. No, just them. No, no, no. But like the cast, like playing pool and like just doing stuff. Or is it just me? Am I the only one that's interested in that stuff? No. Uh, I, I, actually, I quite enjoy the bits where they like, where they have like the talent show on Bloodlines or when they're playing, yes. flip, or when they're playing flip Club last season. I don't yes. want loads. I really like like 30 second snippets of them having fun around the house and doing stupid things. Like, sorry, yeah, be all in the end of it. Uh, the wonderful Devin Simone's um, funeral wig, wig funeral um, for Tamara. That is hilarious. Does yes. nothing to the game. It's just weird house activity. <laughs> But that gets discussed more than a lot of other like all-time eliminations, what I've seen on the Reddit. So yes, more mm. random house shenanigans. Oh, Levi, new potential segment. Do you know what's also quite random? They've got a gym on the outside and a gym on the inside. And the next thing we see is Emmy and Gabbo in the inside gym. Um, and they're both super sad. Oh, sad Emmy and sad Gabbo because they're on the chopping block. And Emmy feels like Gabbo is always having fun. But she's not. She is being miserable. She is being a miserable bitch. Um, but she thinks he needs to take things more seriously. Gabo feels bad vibes. That's what I wrote. I really, really paraphrased that scene. I I love the idea of a Romanian rapper with blue hair telling somebody else they need to be more serious. It's just <laughs> like, this show is just the best, man. It's the best show. Ever. Brian, what's your favorite Emmy track? Because you've been listening to some Emmy as well. Yeah, the one you did, the one you did today, the Tony Montana. Tony Montana one, yeah. Oh, that or not, Karma. Not Hannah's dad. Not Hannah Montana's dad. Interesting. Well, I love also, shout out to her for the only like two American lyrics in any of her songs being Hannah Montana and Tony Montana. And they're two <laughs> totally different songs. Like she's not rhyming them. Anyways, Emmy rules. Yeah. Yeah, I love Emmy. I do. She yeah. gets on my nerves. Um, yeah, but you like Gabbo. I do like Gabbo. <laughs> so actually, really the story about Gabbo this, um, from this week, apparently, like Devin and Kyle were chatting strategy with him at some point. And apparently just halfway through the conversation, he goes, do you want if I go work out my triceps? And just wanders off and goes and does a gym. Yeah, <laughs> he's, the best. he's so weird. Was that in your article, Brian? Uh, no, that was on, uh, I think Banana said that on his podcast. Uh, nice. Um, but yeah, that, actually, he had the K-Dog on. Yeah, I need to listen to that. I actually yeah. quite like his podcast. That's what Kyle said that. Um, that's what Kyle was saying. Uh, yeah, yeah. Got um, it. I think I, I think I read it in um, Alan Aguirre, friend of the show, Alan Aguirre's article. So I do need to go listen to the Bananas pod because it was very, very good. Sorry for but not, but not best friend like <laughs> okay. Brian Batty. Yeah. Oh, um, so Brian was our what, first friend of the pod. <laughs> I know. Um, basically, just so I don't have to, you know, chop this up and edit it and spend the rest of my life um, doing that before I upload it. What we're basically saying is <laughs> Emmy and Gabbo are fucked and they, they are sad about it. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Uh, time to do a link. Uh, the alarm <laughs> goes off and it's time for the agents to head down to the mission to join TJ. So, oh, I, I didn't edit the one from the other week. <laughs> They're not struggling with their footing this time, but they're still heading down there. So let's find out from TJ exactly what's in store. Welcome to your next mission. Yeah! Let's go. Today's gonna be very muddy. Oh. <laughs> I like dirty. Oh, oh 
Today's mission is called Minefield. Yeah. For this mission, you and your partner are gonna have to come together while working apart. To begin, you and your partner are gonna start at your detonation station right here in the middle of the minefield. Then when I say go, you will race in opposite directions through various obstacles, collecting your puzzle pieces. You're gonna have to collect them one at a time, come back and drop them off at your station. Your final puzzle piece is inside your partner's safe, which can only be unlocked by solving a math problem. Once you've collected all of your puzzle pieces, you will build your puzzle and then set off a bomb by pulling the lever. First team to do that will win today's mission. Be safe from elimination and become our agency. The rest of you are on the chopping block. Who's ready to get dirty? Let's go. Go get it. I was born in the mud. That is true. He is a pig. So mission minefield. The agents have to come together while working apart. Very nice, TJ. Uh, the agents start at their detonation station, uh, race through various obstacles to find puzzle pieces, last pieces in a safe, uh, which they have to have their partner solve a mass problem to open. We'll talk about that later. Uh, then they bring all the pieces together, put together a cube puzzle. Winner is the agency, or as George likes to call them, a couple. <laughs> a couple. Okay, so first of all, <laughs> it's my new favorite running joke. <laughs> um, first of all, fucking, how much do we love TJ? I love that bit where Devin's like, "I was born in the mud" because he thought it's funny, and TJ just went, "This is true. He is a pig." <laughs> Got me. I, I had to pause because I think I was laughing at that for about two and a half minutes solidly um, on a train, actually. So I think it probably like I was losing my mind. But he's just so witty and deadpan. It's such a good combination. Mm -hmm. he is, it was, he, it was yeah, the it was cadence of how he said it. It was almost yeah. as good as the cadence of Emmy saying her name in Tony Montana. <laughs> oh, don't know about that. But yeah, this is true. He is, he a, is pig. a pig. I, I will be using that as often as possible over the next few weeks. That better uh, be Devin's new T-shirt. New T-shirt for Weird Devin yeah. Walker. <laughs> this is true. I am a pig. You should definitely message him that idea. Please. I do, think actually. We Are Devin Walker actually follows me on Instagram. So should I just really? message the T-shirt company? Yeah. Nice. No, I'll do it. That's my idea. I want to be friends with Devin. No, but you're going to end up. Did you guys seriously just folder, stop the podcast to go check your phones to see if Devin's T-shirt company follows you? Is that yeah, no, 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 I, no, no, I never stopped lame, it. Actually. We're yeah. still going. I was just hey, hoping someone. Would I have fail. a question. I have a question, Levi. Can you say the thing that the last thing that you said before we started recording? The last sentence you said. Can you say that again? I forgot no. what it was. Um, I can, but I can say it. But I'll say it a bit later in the episode. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. Now he's excited. Quiet. Now he's excited. Listen, since, you guys, staying on. listen since you guys were just checking your phones, I figured I'd just ask a question. <laughs> recording, like, what the hell just happened? That, that, Should that, I just that. put on some more of Emmy's rap music? Um, but do you know what? Do you know guys, what? Guys, this is shit content. But you know what <laughs> yeah. was great content? Do you know what was great content? The greatest content of all time. Priscilla's on the screen. She's explaining oh. the mission. I don't get this right. She apparently is in the top three for like most confessionals from this season. I don't remember one thing she said. All her confessionals are her just explaining challenges. She's got okay. a great voice. She I really like her. I want to see more of her. I think she's really intelligent. And but look at I, the, like, look at I want to know what she's doing in the game. Look at this from an edit point, Joe. We'll try, we'll try and give a shout out to Jake. All right, Jake. 
Why? So why are they normally don't put people in front and center unless it's their elimination um, episode, right? Mm. That's what when rookies get loads of screen time. But Priscilla's been consistently in front of us, but without my desk. Sorry. Sorry, something just fell off my desk. Carry on talking. Get out. I'm trying to give us content to make up for you and me checking our phones. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Brian. But she, the yeah. fact that she, we're at least like seeing her so that we get used to her and it's working. Levi's starting to like her and want to see more of her. I think she flies under the radar for the first bit of the season and then does something massive. Um, or like has a breakout and goes on like a pre-elimination win streak or something. But we're getting her now for a reason. Or like she wins, like Amber, you know? Like, it could know. be, yeah. Yeah. I fixed the thing that broke. God, you're really, really bad at reacting to other people's viewpoints. Sorry, no, I get it. No, it is. Okay, and I, you've said this to me before, that you've like got, got you know, undiagnosed ADHD. I think I'm just very easily distracted. <laughs> It's like, I'll be talking and, oh... Levi, look, something shiny. Ah, what? <laughs> sorry, sorry. What? Hold on. Why have you got a dinosaur fossil head? I'll tell you off the pod, it's not great content. I think I brought it when I was drunk. Fair <laughs> enough. Hold, don't, it's, meant for, don't, it's meant for holding pens. Oh, nice. Don't smash it the same way that Emmanuel smashed the challenge. Okay, that's the best one of the episodes so far. He's, uh, mate, he's just really good at a lot of really things. He is really good. Yeah. Do you remember how we joked that he was like a tattooed Camden version of Jordan? Yeah. It, well, I, I think, think he might first, be. The first joke yeah. of the season was like, he's a, um, it's the, oh, can we get X um, from a store? And it's like, oh, we have X at home. And they do that with the Jordan and Emmanuel um, things. Um, but he might be as good. I mean, that's a bit, obviously a bit of a thing to say, Jordan is one of the all-time Relax. greats. Yeah, yeah come on. Jordan is one of the all-time greats, obviously. But... I don't see any gaps in his game so far. Has he shown any weaknesses? T squared, what do you think? Well, what's my quick question is what's his knowledge of, of law? Because if the bar exam pops up, that may be <laughs> his downfall. No, I, you know, I don't know. It's just, I, he, it just seems so like they, the only thing we've seen from him is everybody else telling us how awesome it is. It's like the only content we've got. Like, I haven't seen him like, I guess we saw him eat once, I think, and like we Michelle were hugged him on a sun lounger. Yeah, but like I don't know, like the only content we're getting is how awesome he is. So like, if you keep telling me he's awesome, I'm just gonna think he's awesome. Like that's fine, but um, I'd like to see him dance some more. I know we're gonna mm. get to it, but I do have one little nitpick for him um, later on when we get to the get to the club scene. But we'll I'm I'll guessing, save that. I'm guessing it's that he doesn't know a good dancer when he sees one. Um, you know, he he just. What I don't want to see him do when he dances, though, is fall over and dislocate a shoulder. Um, because we've already got that in this episode, because Anissa falls off a wall. Well done, mate. Thank you. I don't want to be very... Make it bums me out. I'm bummed. Are you? Doesn't I know bum you guys are the biggest fan. Bums me out. Do you know... Oh, oh no, I can't say this, because I think it's going to sound really horrible. Say it. Because it's a freak accident, but... Like a lot of people train for the challenge, but it is a freak so, accident. And what did you help say? I don't know exactly where she dislocates her shoulder. It uh, would not be even <laughs> such a chance. <laughs> <laughs> the worst thing is Brian looked at his phone and didn't see that great visual gag. 
Uh, listen, okay. You know, I'm looking out of the running order so I can be freaking prepared. Do you know what he's doing? He's messaging We Are Devon Walker, so it's his t-shirt idea. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm doing. That's exactly what I'm doing. I'm messaging a t-shirt company. So I, I think Alan Aguirre says this as well, better than I will, but it's like, she definitely doesn't do it from landing on the ground. It looks like it comes as she slips off the wall. and she I, hasn't thought got straight was, I thought it was when she was on the ground, she tried to push herself up and it popped out. Oh, if it's that, then she is like should not be on a physical show. That's just it's just really probably weird. a combination of a lot of things, you know. What I've just also realised is by saying what I said, I'm absolutely the world's biggest hypocrite because I've dislocated my shoulder and torn my rotator cuff by leaning on a chair. Yeah. Also, what? Yeah. Oh Actually, well, yeah. guys, I I I tore a muscle in my shoulder fist pumping on my 22nd birthday. Shout out to Gabo. Were you I was hanging out with Gabo and Mike the situation? No, no, dude. It was like right when like season two of Jersey Shore was happening. So it was like the hottest shit in the world. I don't remember even going to the bar, but I like woke up the next morning in a ton of pain and I was like miserable. And my girlfriend at the time was like, yeah, I mean, you just were fist pumping on the dance floor that we could not get you off of the dance floor. And so, yeah, I went to the doctor and I tore the, uh, this muscle right here pretty cool stuff so i get it also back to kind of your point though is nicole also like dislocated her shoulder last season like in something like this yeah by being attacked fighting on top of a moving truck and getting thrown off into a net that is not she fell three feet off a wall okay but next next thing next thing you know george matter George, next thing you know, Brian's going to be having a go at Liv as well for hurting herself being attacked by someone. I'm not having a go. You guys are the ones having a go. I'm not having a go at anybody. I'm just like, just, you know, let's just. Next, Brian's going to say that Lolo made Nam's first season really fun for him. Oh, <laughs> she was the best, dude. You know what the only thing this season's missing, to be honest? Lolo Jones. Lolo Jones, that's it. Yeah, that's the only thing this season's missing. It's, she was amazing. What do you guys mean? No, do you know what it is missing? It's missing uh, Anissa's shoulder being properly in place. Um, no, <laughs> let, let's let's kind of just talk about this because <laughs> mid mid mission, she goes off in an ambulance. Everyone carries on. Mm-hmm. No one gives I mean, a shit. What are they going to do? Tory. No, nanny nanny jumped off the wall to go check if she was okay. Actually, it was really nice. Are you say. okay? Yes, I'm fine. Nanny fucks off. Oh no, I'm not fine. Oh, nanny's already gone. Classic hey, nanny, though, isn't it? It's a million dollars in the line, dude. You guys got to play. You know, I don't... What do you mean? About what do you want to do? That's Monday. right, baby. They can all pretend that they're friends, but let's be real, you know? Yeah, we'll talk more about Anissa later. Um, because, I don't know, just like you say, the whole, like, fall and how she dislocated her shoulder doesn't really add up. Um, speaking of adding up, none of the cast can fucking do that. Um, because, as <laughs> Devin Walker says, how is it possible that a third of the cast can't divide by two. How do you live? Berna didn't even do maths in school. She just took circus. Cloud. (laughs) Can I just say something? (laughs) How this just sums up our love of Amber. Hold on. Our love of Amber and my empathy. That when I watched it and I saw that there was a, a, a maths puzzle in the challenge, I went, oh no, her dyscalculia. Yeah, that's exactly my first reaction as well. Where did she come though? She didn't do all right, right? No, you don't come first, you've come last basically. So not first. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I was like, oh no, Amber, I hope she's all right. 
I was also feeling that. But you know who probably wasn't, was... Brian? I wasn't at all. I <laughs> mean, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know. Anise is gone. You're sad. Good. Uh... I'm sad. Does anyone else feel like the comments on this podcast are going to be, you all sound like you hate each other. <laughs> yeah, this is, sorry, I think I'm bringing the tone down. I'm incredibly hungover and I'm being quite bitchy. <laughs> I'm into it. No, look, but the thing is, guys, is like challengers not doing well at academia is not a new no. thing. No. <laughs> so like, you know, this is, this is, this is how it always goes. So They're always they still now. Are they still How speaking Dutch in Australia, by the way? Do you reckon Johnny kind of got yes. weird when he met D? He must not be named. I was going to say, how um, how good is trivia going to be with the cars? They, they oh, can't yeah. do multiple choice or true or false. It has to be they can answer whatever they want. It's well, so I think funny. they might have to because, I, I mean, like, they can't ask a lot of the questions that they usually ask, just considering, like, how the fuck is Emmanuel going to know who Britney Spears dated or whatever, you know? Uh, like they, because he was probably her choreographer. I was going to say he was a backup dancer, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll get the, guys, we'll get there. I, like I said, I have quite the nitpick for Emmanuel later on. <laughs> um, um, but, yeah, that maths was a big issue with this challenge. Um, but fortunately for CT, um, Berna did a couple of uh, maths tutor sessions during her time in the circus because they are the second team back to start solving the puzzle. I've forgotten who the first ones were, but it doesn't really matter Eman- because... Emmanuel. Emmanuel and um, Facey. <laughs> um, but that doesn't really matter because CT's fucking bossing puzzles and absolutely smashes it. Um, apparently as well, see, Berna had to run back and forth like four or five times and would just tell CT what she was reading and he would do the maths for her. And that's that the only way. Classic. Okay. Using the rules to your advantage. This this can this lead, this leads me right into something. I think this is the only time I'm gonna get the window, so I have to ask you guys. Because <laughs> you two Brits won't shut up. That <laughs> 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 is what that sounded like. To be fair. Well, it's not what I meant, but you're not wrong. But the the uh, <laughs> this is a little bit, this is a little big picture. What can you guys explain to me? And I'm serious, and I understand. Don't don't just give me the surface level answer because I get it. Okay, relax. Why has no one gone after CT yet? I think Vets Alliance. It's it's Vets Alliance first. I think it's dumb because what they should have used was use the most threatening rookies to try and take free shots at him. That's what I would have done. Yeah. Um, Okay, Vet Alliance, Schmet Alliance, can I be honest with you? It doesn't, if he's there, what's the difference? Yeah. He's just going to beat you. Like, why do they think that they're going to like, and then if the plan is like, well, we'll just make a move later. Do you think CT's not going to like see it coming? Yeah, I, I'm I don't like, get it. I don't get it. I don't understand why. He, I just don't get it. Can, I, need can a, I, I need a real answer other than Vet Alliance. I well, do. So, I really do. Because, hey, because no, but we say this every season. No one fucking does it. They're all scared of him. Because they, they know tried if he comes last back. season. They know if he comes back. No, they tried to block him from going into elimination. They didn't try and get rid of him. No, they did right away. Remember the first thing? The first elimination of the season uh, was about yeah, yeah, getting yeah. him out. Like, yeah, but they Leroy, fucked that one up. No, well, it didn't work out. They took, their, they took their shot, though. Like, what the hell are they waiting for? Like, do they... Like, if you're going to tell me their goal is to win, then then 
pretending CT is just another cast member is directly against that. And it like, yeah. it's driving me nuts. Can it, I say something? Cause I have no answer. The Vet Alliance is ruining my enjoyment of this season. And they're killing me. I want to watch my friends play. I don't, I'm sick of, I don't <laughs> What's care the, about There was no point. Out. I just, there don't. was no point getting these rookies in just for them to be all eliminated in the first eight episodes. Yeah, like, the, the, you may the as well have just had a cast of the vets and just had half a season. The, the, the way to fix this is to remove that you vote individual players down for a second team. If they had to go down with the teams they were in, they could still swap. That fixes the season because some vets are going to have to go in. Do you um, think they'll I'd do go that? the other way. No, but no. I go the other way though. I, I think that production kind of did this on purpose because like what this is doing is it's forcing the rookies to play. Like it's forcing the new people to like get involved naturally. Mm. Whereas like, they're not letting the vets suffocate the times. So they're giving, they're, they're letting them grow. Uh, and like, it's a survival of the fittest thing. Like the ones that got eliminated, like who care? You know, it's like, you guys gotta, you gotta earn it a little bit. So like, I wouldn't know anything about Coriel probably if there wasn't this heavy emphasis on the rookies to go in at the beginning. But now like, he's kind of like almost a bit of like a complex character because like they forced it on us. Like they didn't, let them just sit back. So I don't, I actually so, kind of go the right. other way. I don't mind it. Did yeah. you miss last week's episode? You know, Coriel's been eliminated. No, I know, but I'm just using that as an example. Like I, between in his time though, he was so forced to play the game. Same with Kells. Like they forced, same with Michelle, like they were forced to play. Whereas like if, if they didn't do it this way, maybe the, they would have just kind of, I just, I just find it a bit frustrating because it's causing all of the rookies to play on the defense. So we're not actually seeing much offensive play from them. And then obviously when they don't win, they just get overly frustrated. I mean, Emmy had her usual post-mission meltdown um, <laughs> because they didn't win. But I thought it was really nice actually going back to CT. He, he gave her this really, really nice little pep talk. I mean, she's the same. He, she could theoretically be his daughter if she's the right age he probably feels quite fatherly towards her um again oh, so did they, hold on did he do a season in romania 23 years ago <laughs> <laughs> um it was in real world paris right he could have been uh that's true had some good, that's had true some although god ct would actually look really good with blue hair he's the new hot guy this season right <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> one thing about this challenge we got to see ct with the top off mm. it's a bit dad body no, wow. no. You give him credit, credit where it's due. What? Oh, he's in great shape for a 40-year-old bloke, but he's not like he's got abs. <laughs> what, George, you, have you broken? A little bit. What are we talking about? I'm really tired. <laughs> I've broken Brian. Oh, my God. Brian, Brian is currently breaking me when it comes to editing oh. him in this box. <laughs> Sorry, I man, shots fired. Jesus. Does, any, does anyone remember that comment that Devin made about Gabo and Emmy? Because I can't remember it word for word, but it was fucking brilliant. Oh, he said he uh, just because they look like they've both murdered someone in their life, that bond doesn't like make a strong bond. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> that was absolutely he's such a good narrator. Um, 
But why is this going to be a weekly thing where Emmy starts crying after every mission? I hope yeah. so. I'm really enjoying it. I hope so too. Yeah. Not because I want to see her sad, but I think the emotions give her um, like that chance to really think about how she's feeling, which I think is going to help the writing process and give us more and more Emmy bangers. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, that's what we kind of want from Emmy, isn't it, Brian? Ah, uh, you're looking I, from a lens of, of promoting her music career. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Absolutely, inspiration. You know, cook up. I mean, she's she's bored, so she's definitely just cooking up lyrics and melodies. And so, like, let's go, let's do this thing. I can't wait. Would the anyone challenge like, banger album? Do you know what I quite like to see a song, mm. Emmy Lupe, featuring Edison. Who? Ed. Ed. Oh, Ed. Ed. Agent Ed. Does he sing? No, but that's why I'm quite excited for it. Why would he be in the song? Because he's Ed. He can do anything. He's so enthusiastic. Okay. I thought I was missing. Can we call something out here? Okay, Eva. This is just our standard thing if we're going over. Did did we not enjoy this mission? Can I assume? Because we're barely speaking about things. I did. I just. It was. It was fun. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I like I like the mission. I didn't like everything that preceded and followed it. It was like if I if this episode was just this mission in isolation, I'd have been like, "Fucking great episode, lads! Let's do a podcast." <laughs> and I would not join that podcast. No, yes, you would because you got and to I... see Logan San Pedro without a top on. Good looking cat. Good looking cat. Yeah, yeah. Not according to George. According to George, he's average. Yeah, yeah. Except despite what George says, he's hot. So, CT doesn't have abs. Logan's not hot. Ugh. I have high <laughs> expectations. Yeah. Anyway, this this is this is descended into madness, and I need a wee, so I'm going to link into a clip so I can pause it, um, and I'm keeping that in. Um, so CT rip, and Burner win the mission. But of course, it's not official until it's announced by TJ. So let's head back to the mission and get the final result from the man himself. All right, great mission today, agents. Yeah. Very impressive. Anissa got hurt scaling that wall. She went to the hospital. Hopefully she gets checked out and is able to return, but we'll see. All right? Now, Berna and CT. Congratulations, you absolutely killed it. And you are now the agency, so you are the only team that is safe from elimination. The rest of you are all on the chopping block. Got it? You go back to headquarters, deliberate, nominate one team, fight for their right to stay in the game, and then CT and Berna, as our new agency, will choose any man and any woman from any team to send into the lair to go against our compromised agents. All right, get back to headquarters. I'll see you at the lair. So back at the house, Josh has found a new friend and it is none other than the gorgeous Logan San Pedro. Uh, Logan hopes that Anissa's injury isn't that bad, but he's being a realist. If you go off in an ambulance, you're probably fucked is basically what he said. Um, he tells Josh that he wants to go into <laughs> elimination, but Josh tells Logan it's a bad idea because Josh has no more friends, except for Logan at this point. You guys call I mean, it is a bad idea. He's right. It worked out. Spoiler alert, I think. But 
<laughs> Bad idea. As in, spoiler for this episode, not spoilers going forward. Yeah, we yeah, are non spoiler well, podcast. Yeah. No, yeah, I have no idea what's going on. But yes, spoiler for this episode, it worked out. But he's right. He, why would it? Yes, you don't say that ever. Because now here's the thing he did win, but now everyone's like, well, you know, you wanted to go in before and going again. So it's an easy, it's easy justification later on. Uh, I don't think that was I... what Josh's point was, but. That's kind of how I interpreted it. Do you want the good news or do you want the bad news? Uh, bad news first. Damn it, we didn't plan this. Uh, well, the good news is Anissa's back at the house. Bad news is she's got a dislocated <laughs> shoulder and can't continue in the game. And Tori reacts like someone in her family has just died. It was a bit over the top, this whole she, scene. There's actually a really interesting bit from um, Death, Taxes and Bananas Day. Which yeah. does like slightly explain, not, I, I haven't listened to this week's one, but he said it like two weeks ago, but it explains like why a lot of what we see is so over the top. Because you're in such a condensed environment with these people that you feel like you kind of love them after a couple of weeks and every one of your reactions is dialed up to 11. And so I think um, Tori's probably quite emotional anyway. So I think that does explain why she completely loses her mind on this one. But it was like, she, she didn't act like that when like was there ever a season where jordan got eliminated before her i'll tell yeah. you what she she did not total, act like total, that in dirty Murphy when derrick total, henry got eliminated total, total matters as well jordan gets injured and eliminated at the same time and she was not as emotional no she no, she, went week, she, she went home the week yeah. before him to jordan first. screaming at her during the elimination of jenna okay yeah, well in dirty 30 when derrick henry went home there was not a tear shed by tory yeah, because back then Tori was a real person. Now she's just everything she does is dramatic and over the top. Like she doesn't even know how to like. I bet when she makes a PB and J, it's like a fucking mess. Like I bet her counter is a mess. You know what I'm saying? Like everything she does has to be dramatic. I don't know. Whatever. Tori sucks. Yeah, she acts super dramatic, <laughs> and then and then Logan. Logan acts like the hot, sensitive guy that he is. Little kiss on the forehead. Says something in Spanish. Holds her, holds her shoulder quite a lot. Oh, it's like Michi and Liv from last year. Don't I touch me arm! I was watching, oh God, don't ever do that accent again. <laughs> I was watching, I was watching a show and everyone who goes to come for her puts their hand on her shoulder. It's like, you're all idiots. Stop it. Well, they're just making sure. They're making sure that she's so injured. <laughs> um, but yeah, Anissa cries a lot. Now she's gone, which leads us to, oh no, sorry. That's a bit harsh. Um, we please she's gone. I don't care. I, I don't she's, want to be rude. She, she, no, she doesn't, she doesn't add question? anything to the challenge anymore. Not you were me. A, you, that was the most British way you've ever asked a question. I didn't understand you. What was the question? When? You, what was the question you posed? Is that how, how do we feel about Anissa going home? Right. God. Sorry, I, I forgot I had to translate for some of our American yes. audience. No, it's okay. Your accent made it all sound like one, one big ball of sound. So I didn't <laughs> quite get it. Um, I'm sad. I don't know. I'm bummed. I like Anissa. I'd better have her around than not, I guess. But Is it though? Um, I think so. But I can she, I get what I see what your guys' like, point. Just I feel do, like she's not added anything this season as far as <clears throat> drama, as far as fun, as far as strategy, as far as anything. She's just mm-hmm. been there. Yeah, but like you're you're when you're a kid, your favorite stuffed animal doesn't really add anything either. It's just there. You know, it's more of a comfort thing for me. You know, I, I like just having her around. <laughs> but why? Like she she takes the chance away from someone else for a million dollars. 
I mean, what is she really taking? What? Is, no, okay. I, I know what she is. Sorry, small bit of economics on the podcast. Opportunity yeah, costs. Opportunity costs of having Anissa on. Is that, say, a hundred grand they spend on casting they can't spend on someone else? That is anyone you want, uh, you want on there. Mm-hmm. I remember distinctly arguing this exact point with you like months ago when I said, I was like, when you're talking about your buddy Nicole and I was like she's not my buddy she's your buddy Brian I said (laughs) you went on a you went on a zoom date with her but it was actually me doing a voice when when I said I said why would they cast someone that isn't going that they don't think is going to win and you were like well they have to cast people they don't think are going to win because and I was like well that's stupid you were like well that's so now you're like, why are they even casting Anissa if she doesn't even have a chance to win? I, I don't I, know. You tell me. Sorry, I'm just deleting that episode off the podcast feed, so it can't <laughs> be proved. That's also not what we said. We said they had a limited budget for casting. and They spent all the money on the Americans. Yeah. So, yeah, but I specifically remember asking, like, what's the point of casting if, like, they don't think that they've got a chance to, like, win and be a person? And, you okay, know. do you know what it's like? I'm just saying. It's like fantasy football, yeah? You put mm-hmm. you put a really good player in who's mm. going to cost a lot of money and then you've not got much money left, so you just spend it on someone who's, who's just going to be there. Uh-huh. That, that's what Nicole Bass was. But Anissa is like... The amount that she costs is like the amazing player who you want to get you loads of points, but she's not going to get you loads of points. Okay, but like, how do you know how much she could, like? What do you where what what are you saying? What are you talking about? Like, how much she costs? Like, how do we know? We don't know. A, yeah, we do. There's a tiered season for MTV for paying cast members. It's based on how many seasons you're on. Yeah. Okay. In that. That's why he's my co-host. Okay. Yeah. Wait, High five. Listen, Brits. Where did that information come from? Where did you get that information? Like from like probably the, the Reddit executives of. Um, uh, it's, it's from the Reddit, but it, like, it's it's in loads of like um, Us Weekly things. Um, and hold up, sorry, is it called Us Weekly? I was I was thought it was called US Weekly. It's a really it's good question. No, George was right. Okay. Oh my god. Yeah, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, I don't happened. know why I'm getting so like worked up about Anissa. I don't care that much, but I I, I just like. I, I do see the value in having her around. And like, when you say like, she's taking away another person's chance at a million dollars, it's like, I mean, is she? Yes. They don't even want to get CT out. So it doesn't matter. CT is taking away everyone's chance at a million dollars by existing. Is it different for you though, Brian? Because you've watched this. So like since live on air, we've grown up with, Anissa's like your fifth longest relationship, isn't she? Yes. I think yes. I mean, that's a yet. huge part of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> But like I don't like I'm sure there's a lot of people like me who like just kind of like having Anissa around because she's been around in our life for 20 years, you know. Like I don't know, I'm cool with it. Like it's not like she's a boring person. She, you know, mm. oh, fair enough. But like she's, <laughs> she's she's not like she used to be. Like she's obviously a little more mature and not gonna be like out here. She keeps walking in the people. Shit. 
she keeps walking in on people when they're showering naked, uninvited. I don't want like then that. Then that's man. Anissa, man. I mean, that's just who she is. But she was doing that shit on her real world season. So it's like, it's just, it's just nice to have her around. I, again, okay. I don't know why I'm, I'm sticking up her so hard. I don't really care that much. <laughs> you, you sound like you care, Brian. But you know what I mean. I'm just, I'm just giving you the other side of it. Yeah. Well, okay. do you know what? Ultimately, she's gone. Anyway, um, so. <laughs> Now comes our favorite thing. Um, I loved it in uh, one of your articles, Brian, where one of the losers was the Igloo from last year because it is yes. time for, let's see if we can all do it together. One, two, three, club, club night. night. We can't all do it together. They go to the absolutely lovely club, better than the Igloo. And the greatest thing in challenge history happens. Ed dances like an absolute boss. Tammy Eason, you should be proud of your son. Um, but Emmanuel, like the shit Bruno Tonioli that he is, says that Ed needs dancing lessons. How yeah. fucking dare you? So this was my nitpick. This is kind of what I wanted to talk about for a second. So like, if I, I were up at the park as I do and just shooting hoops, getting shots up. Like I love like going in the morning and putting on rap music, and just kind of zenning out and like get Romanian rap music. Sometimes now, yes, much more now than ever. But the, <laughs> if like Steph Curry walked up to the court and was like, yeah, man, I don't know. You need to take jump shot lessons. I'd be like, listen, bro. It's like, isn't Emmanuel a professional dancer? Like, isn't that his job? Okay, He's dude. Emmanuel. Well, if fucking Ed from the circle wants to dance. Don't be like, oh, I think he needs dancing lessons. Dude, it's your job. It's literally your job to dance. So I'm, of course you would know how to dance better than Agent Ed. Sorry, yeah, I, I that rant. That was a I one. Just, like, I, I have three points. That was one, a great rant. I enjoyed yeah. how like, I could Huey level the hate, the hate coming out of you. No, Two, I was upset about that. Yeah. If, if Steph Curry said that to you, that is 100% not how you'd react. You'd be like, oh my God, Steph Curry. Can I have Oh yeah, I'd, piss yeah. I'd, I'd yeah. just pee all over me. I'd, <laughs> I'd be like one of Levi's kids. I'd just pee down my life. Like I would just like, this is the best thing that ever happened. <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad we're aligned on that one. And the third yeah. one is, I kind of agree with you, but it's not really, it's clearly meant as a joke throwaway line. I think we should get that worked up about it. No, no, no. It no. wasn't funny but though, it wasn't funny though, if, was it? If, uh, it really if, uh, if Emmanuel was trying his hand at some energy consulting and I saw him and said, if I said, no, need some energy consulting lessons, not quite as funny, but I don't think it's too big a deal. <laughs> Sorry, I'm now pitching. <laughs> I'm now pitching a client call on Monday where I dial in. It's Emmanuel trying to work out how to optimize his business, and I just be like, "This is fucking weird." Just trying <laughs> to shadow know, somebody. Yeah. Do you know, go, do you know, go sit in the go sit and take the bar exam and come back to me. Do, do you know who's got a lot of energy? Ed in his dance moves. Agent Ed. <laughs> anyway, v, so move the hand um, up. <laughs> speaking of fist pumping, um, old Gabbo um, from the Warsaw Shore is uh, talking to Emmy from rap music um, about <laughs> how they're not. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this is what happens when your friends come around to play. We all just show yeah. off. Um, yeah. 
So um, Gabo and Emmy from The Wrapping um, talk about not being good partners. Uh, Gabo basically says, yeah, you're shit. I want Nanny back. And Emmy's like, sounds good. So Gabo goes and tells Nanny he wants to uh, go into elimination, get her back. Thinks it's a guy's only elimination because remember, Anissa, she's gone. Um, and Nanny basically says, Gabo needs to not underestimate himself. I Very feel true. like I'm going to put on my Jake hat. I feel like the editors are setting up a little Gabo versus Logan elimination for us. Mm. No, but she's right, though. He's definitely the type of person. I bet he does it all the time. Like, I guarantee he's the person who underestimates himself, like, walking across the street. He wasn't, like, that stupid. Like, he said he was stupider than he was. Yeah. Yeah. He's, as I said, you know. he's Kyle's first season without the charm. Can I just quickly and say something? Because we were just talking about Jake. Brian, didn't you and Jake do a little uh, collab over on your media? Oh, we did. Yeah, we did a mailbag. Uh, we just kind of emailed back and forth over a couple of days, pre-episode, post-episode, and then a little bit later that night. It was a lot of fun. It was a little long, uh, but it was a good read if you want to check out my Medium page. It's on there. BrianRbatty.medium.com. That's correct. That's a very that's a, that's correct. Back to the running order. Um, yeah. So- um, what what I was gonna say? What was I just saying? It doesn't matter. Move on. I forgot um, about Gabo underestimating himself. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm just yeah. I just he's the type of person like because even when he was like I got popcorn muscles like I don't know like he did really well in any strength based thing so. It seemed like he probably yeah. didn't have popcorn muscles. You know? I have more to discuss on that one later. Um, we won't jump around. Well, let's move to Devin's discussion with Logan um, because he's heard on the grapevine from all the shit stirrers in the house that Logan wants to go in. And Devin says, it's the best thing for you. Go in, Logan. Get yourself a strong partner because right now you don't actually have a partner. And then I just love this little round table between... Uh, Devin, CT, and Kyle, who are basically like, yeah, Logan wants to put himself in. And Devin's like, yeah, let's give the vets a big pat on the back for how easy we've made it for ourselves. CT says, this is easy for me. I don't have to get blood on my hands. And Kyle goes, Ridiculous. have these rookies Ridiculous. forgotten that there's no gold skull twist this season? That is... What? But oh. is there no gold Is there no skull twist? No Do you think that's twist. some edgic? Is there no skull I don't know. I don't read spoilers. Here's the deal. I don't either. But I'm just saying, would you put it past them to have said, like, at the end, be like, look, man, if you didn't go into elimination, you don't get to go to the final. There's been skull twists this whole time. Would you put it past them? I don't think it's going to happen. But It's not impossible. I don't see it happening. I also do. It's a Kyle, very, very funny, good joke. He could also be right. That was sarcastic. No, it was. It, 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 it is very funny. But he could also be right. These rookies would not have had too long to watch the... No, Brian, I'm not agreeing with your point. It's stupid. Um, <laughs> best friends, guys. We're all best friends. We all like each other. We're, we're, we're the second... The, uh, this roundtable of Devin, CT and Carl is the second best roundtable. We're the best. But... The rookies have only watched like one or two seasons of this before they came on. They watched from where everyone had to go into elimination. Maybe they just don't. Maybe they do think it's actually how the game works. Um, 
<laughs> I think yeah, there's a chance you... that some of them do think they have to go into elimination. Can we also talk about every season we think Devin, Kyle and CT are an alliance and CT always screws over Kyle? Yeah, uh, yeah, duh. Like, j- duh. Like, duh. This is what I was talking about earlier. I don't... Why are they just treating him like another... I don't, whatever. Yeah, I'm, do you think because like he, he's lost weight and looks hot, they've just forgotten he's CT? Oh, who's this new guy? This new hot guy? <laughs> hey, maybe I don't know. I it's it's it doesn't make any sense to me. It's confusing. Speaking of new hot guys, back at the house, Logan uh, possibly bangs it. Uh, Big T. No, get that possibly out of here, buddy. Say what you said earlier when yeah. we took a break and weren't recording. Say the sentence. Time to put up a <laughs> shut up, Levi. I can't remember what the sentence is. Can someone text it to me and then I'll say it? Um, I'll do no. it Yep. Do you know what's really bad? I nearly had a slip of the tongue there and I nearly said Logan possibly bangs Big T. Oh yeah, apparently I said Logan fuck Big T. Um, who knows? So maybe, bold, it's so vulgar. Maybe I just he did. You to say it out loud. Maybe he didn't. We don't know. All we know is Logan's good with his hands and according to him, Big T is like an octopus. I don't know what that means. Where it has something it? to do with ink. <laughs> All we know is that um, one of Big T's tentacles made its way into Logan's undergarments. Mm. One of Logan's testicles. Anyway, um, next morning, Big T and Logan are having a romantic breakfast together. And if there's a romantic breakfast, who is the person that's going to come over and ruin the romance? Kyle. The K-Dog. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that is one of my favourite confessions of the time, I think, so. Oh, Logan, I just want you to get into my undergarments. I don't want to get into your undergarments. I just want to do puzzles all day. I love the fact that during this impression, um, Kyle changed Logan from being Spanish to being French. Oh, I, I, thought, I thought he sounded Russian. <laughs> this was all over the place. I'll tell you what he didn't sound. Spanish. And then yeah. I just love the bit where he's like, do you like him? And Big T's like, I like everyone except you. And then she goes outside and then Carl's like staring at her and just goes, that was very very good i I love kyle and big t together they need more scenes i enjoyed that entire scene this was very very entertaining do you think they banged Um, logan and big t yeah yeah yes at least finger blasted oh for fuck's sake um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then in in the same kitchen allegedly exactly the same time with none of the people there that were actually there in the previous scene Casey and Josh are having a conversation um but it all gets blown out of proportion because Josh says all he does is play for the big brother alliance for all of them uh, and Casey's just like yeah mate I'm I'm over this now um my biggest issue with that, and I, I made this point in my recap, it's like, dude, Josh, if Casey's doing the dishes, like, don't, like, come at her then. Like, let her finish doing chores. Like, what the hell is the matter with you? Like, wait until <laughs> she, she's done. She could you have been washing up on the knife. You, you, pick just... up on the, you pick up on the weirdest things, Brian. I mean, like, think about the living situation, dude. Like, I hate when my kitchen's dirty. Like, imagine just, like, going and be like, listen, I just want an apple. And the kitchen's fucking filthy. Like, Casey's doing the dishes, dude. Let her 
help contribute to the greater good. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. She, she doesn't want to talk game right now. She just wants to get rid of the germs from the cutlery. And God forbid, you know, like, it's not like she was just sitting outside and being like a jerk, like, like Josh, like came at her. And I'm boring George to death with my dishes, Doc. <laughs> I just, you know what? Okay. I, I, was I, really, I was really bored. <laughs> I do feel, I do feel sorry for Casey because what we've learned over the last two seasons is she can't just go in the kitchen and get on with what she wants to get on with without someone getting in her business. If it's CT about putting the pizza on the stove, if it's Josh about oh I'm playing this for you, oh can you wash up my plate? Poor Casey. No, that one was on her. The first one, CTs. Dude, you got to make it fast. Like, yeah. you got to make it fast with 11 people. I lived with nine other people one time mm. for a summer. It was 10 guys in one house who smelled so bad. <laughs> but the end of the night, like, kitchen, like, the minutes, you only, you don't get to just, it's not just yours, you know? Like, you got to keep it moving. You can't use the oven and the stovetop, like, one or the other, Make your food get out. Like, I get where CT is coming from there. I I'm just that. imagining I'm Brian standing at the door, just being like, come on, people. Licking <laughs> those fingers. Maybe like full chef Ramsay. You fucking donut. Get out of my no. kitchen. Oh, man. I wish. Um, you just, yeah, you yeah. just want to get rid of people one by one, don't you? Way but, to do that. Okay. The challenge, though, is to nominate no, them to an elimination. Hold, hold on. This is, quite a big, this is quite a big thing that has just happened, though. Is the Big Brother Alliance completely over? It's no, it's, they're just arguing for one episode and then they're all back together. Let's be honest. Literally. It doesn't make sense for maybe them. two episodes. Oh, maybe two episodes. Well, but Josh has got other options now because he's friends with Devon. No, but they're not really friends. But or is this one of like Devon's amazing long cons? He could use this and then he can get Josh to throw a shot at um, Bessie and Casey. Because you want Josh Bessie. just a pawn in everyone's game. And he doesn't yes, because but, he puts himself in that situation though. He Josh just be, wants he to wants be like he just wants everyone. friends. Yeah. And that's fine. There's nothing no, wrong with that. You're also forgetting there's a very good scene where Devin and Josh are talking and they're like, what's our best chance to win? Run a final against each other because we're both quite shit. Is that, yeah. is that how this starts? Well, I, I mean, really they're not wrong. They're, they're right. But also, I mean, they're, but then. Get rid of CT. Who'd win a final against each other? Devin, Josh, and Kyle. Kyle. Yeah, I just wanted to hear it. Anyway, so <laughs> next thing, <laughs> they go into nominations, and it's it seems to us, and it seems to them like it's just going to be a nice, calm elimination. Logan wants to go in. Garbo wants to go in. They're both rookies. It's very simple. Anissa's gone home, so it's probably just a guy versus guys. So CT says, look, no funny business. It's probably a guy's day. There's probably no girls going in. It's two guys who want to go in. Logan gets his uh, Spanish accent back that Carl took away from him and says, look, I want to go in, but I don't want to be the house vote because I'm worried CT won't send Garbo in. Now, if anyone knows how CT plays the game within the first half of the season, if he's in power and he says he's going to do something, he does it and he does the easiest thing that's not going to get him into trouble. So by saying, CT saying, I'm going to send Garbo in, he's obviously going to send Garbo in. Yeah, completely agree. There's no, because the only other way this goes down, right, is 
you is if CT, if it was anyone else in power of CT, the one thing I'd be worried about is when someone's taking that shot at CT. But that's the, that's the only other time to make this play. Yeah. I mean, the uh, only um, thing, if he was going to lie, the only thing he'd probably do is just fuck all over for a laugh. Oh, God, that would be really funny. But no, I don't even consider that. That'd be sad. But yeah, but that, you, know I mean? you also got to consider with Logan, too, where he like learned the game from. He's partners with Vanessa, who is plays paranoid and mistrustful all the time. Every and and she's and, broken. <laughs> but she, but what I'm saying is that's who he learned from. And so she probably said to him, don't trust CT like a thousand times. Yeah. So like he probably was like, I don't, he probably did think like, I mean, I don't trust you to do what I want, which I get. But you're but right. You know, He's but you know what? Like, when, when you need someone to just speak up and just speak sense, it's really good if they just say it and then they stop talking as opposed mm. to then making it all about themselves. Because then Fessy goes, oh, no, why would CT do that? He's not going to blow up his game. He said he's going to vote in Garbo. It's an easy vote for him. Garbo wants to go in. Why would he blow up his game? Because we've all been playing a really straight game so far. And then the sassy Amber crown got passed in this moment <laughs> as Amber M disappeared from our lives whilst handing over the crown of sassiness to the champion of the challenge and Amber B turns to the Fessy and she says, straight Not game, fessy. really? Really? You we're, you're saying we're playing a straight game now? And Fessy's like, you really want to do this here? No, 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 we'll, we'll, we'll do it later. As if saying, we'll do it on my terms, Fessy. I love you, Amber. You tell him. I, I love you, Amber. I am glad she called that out because before she even started speaking, I was shouting at the TV going, what the hell are you on about? So yes. And I love that they were next to each other as well. Well done, Challenge Production. Yeah, team. that was good. I wonder, I wonder if they were, what they were thinking about that. I, I just, it's nice to see her stick up for herself. Yes. Brian? Say something nice, Brian, yeah, please. You're looking very thoughtful. I, uh, no, like I said, I just, I, I, I'm constantly fascinated by her. I just don't understand, like, why doesn't she, like, act more like a champion? I don't know. I don't get it. Like, she, it's almost like she's not, she doesn't even believe it, kind of. Do you know what, though? It's hard for her because she wasn't even in the original cast. Like, I th- it, first of all, it's fucking bullshit that Jenny didn't get cast last season and Amber didn't get first cast this season because they're champions. And I think that has almost fed into what you're saying of why is she not acting like a champion? Well, she's not getting treated like a champion. She's, a, she's but, a fucking champion. She deserved to win it. And good on her why for doesn't calling she out Fessy. Good on her for calling out Fessy for being an absolute cock and a liar. Woo, Why doesn't Amber! she say that? Like, I wish she would say, like, like I have what all of you want. Like, fuck you guys. Like, because no one, she, other than her, Ashley and CT, the, no one else has won shit. Do you I'm know what? Cast. It's a shame that they don't, like, give them rings when they win, and then she could just turn to Fessy and go, you will never get this, you will never get this. <laughs> yes, I want them to do that so bad. We talked about this. It, they should have a fucking belt like she should have gotten out of that ferrari with a fucking championship belt and then she could wear that to deliberation or whenever the fuck she wants because she's the champion i don't know i just i wish she just had a little more because it's it's just i don't know maybe like 
it comes from, but you're probably right. It probably does stem from coming in late, but I don't know. I just wish she just like, even her sticking up for herself, like you said, I don't, it didn't seem genuine. It just seemed like more of her sort of still questioning why, like, I don't know. It didn't seem so straightforward. Oh, as, I'm going to, I'm going to, I am going to disrespectfully disagree with you here. That felt, <laughs> that felt like the moment she found her voice and finally stuck up for herself against the bully. Not saying Fessy is a bully in real life, but I'm saying a metaphorical representation of a bully in the game. He is in the game. He's a game bully for sure. Absolutely. He has been. He has been since last season. He's definitely a game bully. But you're don't, right. Don't bully people, kids. Only bully kids. In the challenge, it's easier. <laughs> yeah, you can. No, but Jeremy, it was just a nice moment to see. And then obviously it, 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 it had to end because Tori had to speak. Um, and she's like... Because if, if Fessy's making it about himself, she needs to. So she was like, well, Gabo, you say you want to go in. And, you know, I put myself in before. And I, I know it's a risk. Why would you want to do that? And then K-Dog's like, in his head, sharp Torian's like, who would you choose? And this leads to the moment where you went, oh, this was going to be just quite a straightforward deliberation. Because Gabo says nanny. And then our mate Huey does what we wished he'd done in deliberation last week, which is absolutely blow up. George, I'm handing this one over to you. So I, I found this really funny, obviously. I, just, I didn't see the point of going off on one here. Like, I, I don't know whether this was a bit put upon or something, but it, just, it didn't bring it entirely genuine to me. But it was a, it's just so funny when he gets angry. I just want people, I, I want to see him just to re react to the most like minuscule things of Roswell. Like, ah, if he ever stubs his toe live on camera, we are in for an absolute treat. <laughs> I just loved it because it seemed to come out of nowhere about absolutely nothing. Um, and he just, he went off on one. If you want to expose me, I'll stand on the chair. You can expose me on the chair. Oh, you, oh, I love you, Huey. Yeah, I mean, it was great. I was so into it. But, uh, like, what was he talking about? Like, <laughs> I like what? Yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever. Dude. He can scream and shout about anything. Like I said, and I, when I, like, that podcast you guys did, I just, I could have just listened to you guys talk about it. It didn't even matter. You guys could have just been making, like, sounds. And I would have been like, yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm into that. <laughs> I, I actually agree with your point, though. I have no idea what was happening. It's like, expose what? what? Who was exposing he, anything? Like, what? No one has called you a bad person in this, but it was very, very funny. And it brought yeah, some energy right. to the deliberation that we needed. I don't know why he needed to stand on the chair. He's quite tall. Is he? Yes. Oh, I don't know. No one's told me. He's like 6'1", I think. Kels? Brian? Well, yeah. I mean, is Kels taller than me? I don't know. How tall How are tall you? Are you? Like 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, oh, Kels is 6'5". No, six, you're six, not. Two. Really? Yeah, Brian's a big boy. Yeah, what? I've only ever seen you sitting down. Have you not read his article, though, about him always being the tallest one in a room? Yeah, I'm, like, always the tallest person in the room standing in. That's, like, the tall I am. I'm going to, after the podcast, I'm going to send you guys a funny picture of me with some tall people. Anyway. <laughs> um, I can't wait to meet Brian and just hug him and be like, hi, Dad, always wanted uh, to meet you. <laughs> I would envelop the two of you. It would be great. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon your height and my height, Brian, when we hug, you could literally put my head in your bosom. 
Oh, yeah. That's how it usually goes. That'll be fun. Anyway, Ashley <laughs> starts losing patience with Huey and says this is end up, this is going to end up uh, causing him to uh, go in and be voted in himself if he doesn't stop. Turns out it wasn't. I'm not going to put who voted for who up on the screen today because everyone voted for Anissa and Logan except for Logan and Big T who voted for Gabo. I don't think there's any shocks. Is that Logan voted for Gabo because Logan already said he wanted he didn't want to be the one voted in by the house. Big T voted for Gabo because Big T is possibly banging Logan. Uh, post-nomination, Priscilla's back. Yes, love Priscilla. Uh, her and Big T talk. Big T says now there's a chance Logan may go home. She's realised she actually likes him. Him or his people? Yeah. Do you reckon that's going to be so hot, George? A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B on that one, I bet. George, you're very quiet about Logan. He's not that hot. <laughs> I mean, that's why it's such a wild take. Like, that's one of the wildest things ever said. What, what, what or George is on our what, podcast. Like what you've essentially, podcast. George, what you've essentially said is one plus one equals three. You're wrong. Um, yeah, like you're least, just wrong. Like, at just, least I can you're divide, wrong. At least I can divide by two and I know what eight times nine is. 72. Yeah. Yeah, but you buddy. can't. You you don't know what a what a, an attractive guy looks like. That's for fucking sure. Definitely keep not doing one, your math. It's Happy Friday one, night, boys. It's, it's, defi- <laughs> it's definitely not the one who looks back at me in the mirror. I look fucking terrible today. Um, oh, you look great, George. You're, you're the you're the hot guy of this podcast. That's for sure. What the fuck? <laughs> Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Is it because I put on the weight again? <laughs> I like I see him. No, it has nothing to do with that. It's a personality thing for me, you know. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> wow, first time I've been lost for words on this podcast. Um, so, while I work out how I can block Brian from Zoom, uh, the agents are going to head down to the lair. So, let's head down there to TJ and find out exactly who the agency have chosen to face the compromised agents, Logan and Anissa. Now, for our agency, CT and Berna. You are tasked with sending down one man and one woman to compete in tonight's elimination round. So, CT, which man do you want to send down here? Oh, we're going to go with Gabo. All right, so that's one vote for Gabo. And Berna, what about you? I go with my partner on that. We say Gabo. All right. Gabo, come on down. I'm ready for it. Let's do it. I hope it's going to be physical. Good luck, man. Two great men. Now, Nisa went home tonight, but I never said this is a male elimination. I never said women are off the hook. Oh my God, you guys. I am shaking. I mean, they are. I just didn't say it. Mr. DJ! Why does he do that? Oh my God. Don't ever assume. That is classic Mr. TJ shithousery. Absolutely winding the women up. Emmy looked like she was about to shit herself. <laughs> Actually, I've got quite strong odds of Emmy shitting herself before the end of this season, the amount of emotional like breakdowns she had. She could just <laughs> write a rap about it. 
She could do indeed. Um, this was a very good one, though. What was this exact wording, Levi? To refresh my memory? Um, yes. He it said, was... I don't know if this is a... I never said this is just a male elimination. The women, I never said the women were off the hook. And he goes, well, they are. Oh, yeah. Well. yeah. Shucks. And, yeah, yeah. And, then, and, then, and then Emmy goes, oh, Mr. TJ. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. TJ. But here's the, the deal. This is, again, why maybe I feel like there's a gold skull twist is because he said, Ooh, never assume you know it's going to happen, even though one of my pet sayings in life and i firmly believe this is you know what they say about people who assume they're usually right. out of you and me no no they're usually right because most <laughs> of the time they're right well and, we all, uh, just we like all, they were just like the challenge cats was right to assume that it was a bad well we all assumed but, that it would be garbo that got voted in by the agency and it bloody was we were right mm. because we assumed uh Right decision, yeah, keeps keeps the agency safe, no blood on that. Yeah, there was no one, yeah, 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 of course. There was a moment I noticed when uh, Berna was about to make her pick and CT said, say Garbo, as she was saying, I'm going to go with my partner. That was just a bit of a telltale sign about that not being the perfect partnership that it's seeming to be. Mm, yeah. Mm. Or maybe it was this, like a... Great thing it, about this podcast, it, we pick up on the nuances. Well, is it because that Vern is a clown and CT has <laughs> just seen CT has just seen her two really badly rejected? Maybe he thought she forgot who she was meant to vote in. I love the reaction Brian gets from the clown. <laughs> so she technically is a clown. Like that's not that's her... was the clown thing not my joke? Yeah, it was. <laughs> I yeah, just said, yeah, mate, it was a brilliant joke. I yeah, just yeah, said, yeah, is, it, is, is this no. not the first time on a podcast where I've made a joke but then not been the one myself to go and write <laughs> to, into the graph? Yeah, it's true, actually. Usually you are the worst of that. <laughs> um, so, it. not, not really much to discuss this there. <laughs> not, not really much to discuss about them choosing Gabbo. It was obvious it was the safest thing for them. Yeah. So, yeah. why don't we just head back to TJ and find out what elimination Gabbo and Logan will be playing. All right, Gabbo, Logan, tonight you are playing higher assets. Your goal is to solve that puzzle right there behind me. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Come on, Gabbo. Now. Behind me on that giant structure, 20 feet in the air, there are two answer keys, one for each of you. When I say go, you're going to scale that rope and look at your answer key. You'll come back down start solving that puzzle. You're going to do this as many times as you have to to get that puzzle solved. First agent to get this done will win tonight's elimination round and stay in the game. Losing agent is deactivated immediately and sent home. Got it. Got it. Good luck. Thank you. So elimination higher assets. Basically, they have to climb a rope to see a puzzle key and then put the puzzle together. And if they get it wrong or if they want to see the key again, they have to climb right back up the rope. I quite like this because the rest of the challengers can't then basically tell them exactly what to do because mm -hmm. the rest of the challengers can't see, except maybe the one standing on the top step. Um, let's discuss the elimination. Brian, discuss. Um my only question is, well, I have another question, so that's a lie. But my first question <laughs> is, um, were they not allowed to use their feet? Like, were they told to only use their arms? Why didn't either of them, 
why were they climbing like that? Like, why didn't anybody scream at them? Hey, use your feet, like use your whole body to climb. Big dick energy, that's why. I don't know why I'm asking. I mean, it seemed like- No, it was, it was big dick energy. Okay. Big arm energy. Fair no, fair enough. I, I just, you know, I, uh, it just seemed weird. Like, why were they, why didn't anybody be like, hey man, you guys use your feet, that'll help too. <laughs> I feel like that's something Devin would shout out. Yeah, or I just- know. <laughs> I, I don't know. It was fine. It's um. It looked like I, it was really it, hard. It reminded yes. me of one from the Jewel, where they basically, I think it's like Evan and Nehemiah, and it's one where Evan gets caught cheating because he's got the puzzle written on his arm, and TJ catches it and makes him wash it off. But we have to climb up, release the puzzle pieces, and then do a tanagram. How do uh, you remember all this shit? I got weird. I remember brain, that. Mate. Yeah, I remember that. Me and Brian discuss it on our other podcast. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's another. It's called the dual, the dual three. It's just us two reacting to episodes of the dual. Hey, Lauren, <laughs> are, you are you free every single Thursday night for the next fifteen weeks? Some Friday would be all right as well. <laughs> Can you Lauren? imagine how bad the next? Lauren, I have a question. I have a Lauren's hung up on me. Yeah, I, knew that was I saw that coming from a mile away. Um, not the first time a woman's hung up on you, I'm sure. Um, oh, let the, the bullying uh, continue. <laughs> um, did you guys ever, did you guys think Gabba was going to win? Or did you guys know no, this was a wrap? No, he's no, never going to win. As did soon as TJ said... trick you at all? No, as soon as TJ said you got put together a puzzle and Gabba went, oh, shit. I knew it was <laughs> That was actually hilarious, though. Yeah, that was comic. I was the same thing. He he defeated himself, which is going back to what Nani said. He underestimated himself because if he had some confidence, like he didn't do bad. Like I feel yeah. like he's got incredible. He could have won that. He's got incredible arm strength, as you said, yeah. Brian. He was doing it wrong, and he was going up, probably he probably went up and down a lot more than Logan. A lot more than Logan did on Big D. Hey, flurry the then, Take a repeat lost my train of thought now. Um, yeah, if he had anything physical, Davo would have wiped the floor with Logan, right? Yes. Straight up straight, straight up strength hmm. composition. Though. Although but, yeah. he didn't look like he, it does it, uh, when that scene they show in the club with his tiny little white shorts, it did seem like he skipped quite a few leg days. As well. <laughs> I will say that. All the leg days. <laughs> that, that, yeah, yeah. That, that outfit. Well, apparently he only works out off. No, that's what I mean. Like those yeah. are some fucking yeah. Those are like. Some Did you think the moment thoughts. that he um, he prayed to Mike the situation that it was going to help him? I do think he thought yes, absolutely. That's why. I but got did you think, tools. Brian? Did you think? Oh, oh no, no. Yeah. I knew he was cooked. I knew it was a wrap. Yeah, Mike um, the situation I, is busy. Yeah, well, that's the other thing too. Well, see, that's what I always wonder is when like people like thank like athletes like thank God. It's like, do you? Do they, I mean, I feel like God like is like I feel like I don't think he's paying attention. But anyways, that's a different podcast for a different day. Um, also, why is he helping you and not the other ones? What have you done for God? How right, do you get, right. How do you get right. one of his lists? Also, like, why not just like thank yourself for waking up at six a.m. and working out every single day? And be, okay, oh, hold on, hold on. Before we get too much into like blasphemy and stuff like that, let's move on. <laughs> So that's enough blast for me. How about some blast for you? Um, oh, for, oh <laughs> no, no, no. Um, sorry, can I also ask, uh, why are Ashley and Amanda suddenly so so obsessed with Gabo in this elimination? I don't think they're not. I think they're just being nice. I think he looked, he yeah. looked, really, he looked really sad 
Like, he I did. No, he looked like him. sad. Like, yeah. It was that you know, you've seen people lose eliminations and they're a bit like they, they obviously look disappointed. Gabo looked distraught. I wanted to yes. just hug him. I wouldn't be able to put my arms around his arms, so I might have to hug his legs, as Brian has pointed out, because they're skinny. Yes, <laughs> very skinny. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that's the only reason, Levi. They're just being, they're just quite not, they're just looking yeah. after someone who needs some help. What did you think of this elimination? Like, ultimately, I think to do it, it would have been really hard, but it was very boring to watch. I like um, these ones because of what you learn about competitors during them. They're a better source of information than they are a source of entertainment. Ooh. That's a really good way to put it. Really That's, good. I like that actually. Mm -hmm. Like the Rock of Gibraltar in the first episode of when Vendettas was yeah, basically like a source of in <laughs> <laughs> the only Levi challenge you something done. Oh, you didn't I thought I had COVID, again? all right. Oh my god. No, so basically, Brian, I thought I had COVID and had to test it. Intro of this podcast. <laughs> it's the only bit I'm gonna listen to. The rest of it makes me sad. <laughs> I have to clip these up for Instagram. I'll be like, I'm not putting that bit in. Not that bit. But... <laughs> there's, there's a lot of good clips you can put on this for this week. Some are really funny. By the time I've edited all the bullying out of this from YouTube, bastards, <laughs> no, I, it's going to be a four-minute podcast just doing Emmy's reaction. I just, no, I... No, I well, watch that. Yeah, and keep the clown comment in, because that is hilarious. <laughs> I'll keep it, but I'll take out all the times you use it, you bastard. No, I can't be. I can't be bothered to edit. I've got to uh, go to sleep at some point. Um, yeah. Um, were you impressed by either of them, or were they just both yeah, quite mediocre? I was more. Or? I was more impressed by Gabo and less impressed by Logan. So if anything, though, like my opinions of him definitely changed after this one. Like Gabo, I was thought was awesome. Logan, I thought would walk this, and he wasn't great. But we already know, George, that you hate Logan anyway. I don't hate him. I just don't think he's that hot. Oh, that's so much hate, isn't it, Brian? Every time you say it, it's just like, what yeah, are you talking about? What up. do you mean? Yeah. What? What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, like, what do you... Like the definition of outlandish. So the, the company you're the company you're putting him in with like yeah. the new hot guy stuff, previous new hot guys are are like unbelievably good looking. He is no way. I'm not put wall. Wait, uh, hold on, keep going. Hold on. I'm sorry. Keep sorry. Wait. <laughs> Dig the hole deeper. Dig your hole deeper. Who George. isn't he near? What who isn't he near? Uh like he's not near Joss and Jordan. I mean, he is. No, I mean, I look at the modeling photos, Brian. You put up. This is so much of this podcast has been me arguing about how I don't find Logan hot. Siri, who's hotter, <laughs> Joss, Jordan, or Logan? Logan is hotter. Oh, thanks, Siri. Yeah, no, Siri knows. No, it's you not Siri. Your Siri I think that weird, I think that you're way, just not. Maybe it's a hair thing. Like maybe the long hair throws you. Oh. No, it's his face. Brian, will it's you take your ponytail down? Face, sure. It's his perfect face. Ratings. That's like not good enough for you. Look, look, look! Oh, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> he, he took it down and he's disappeared. I think Brian's hair just left the lead. Mate, we need to wrap this up. We have gone off fucking topic, and Brian's got ten minutes for us to leave. Where the fuck's Brian gone? 
I should we pause? No, he's back. Okay. Cool. <laughs> it's all right. There's an edit point anyway. Did your hair make you leave the call, Brian? What happened? You know. fucked off. I didn't. It just disappeared. I don't know. Well, well, I think what happened was Zoom couldn't take how hot you were once your hair came down. Like, <laughs> and it just was like, no, I, I've got to take a breather here. And that's what happened. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, come on, George. Thing. Go on, Back George. Tell our... me this isn't hot. Tell us this isn't hot. I never said long, I didn't find long hair attractive. I think Brian looks better with his hair down. Long hair Zach does. looks, long hair Zach looks better than short hair Zach. But yes, I agree with that. Anyway. Well, um, not Chris, not, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Let's talk about the challenge because we have 10 more minutes of Brian. Um, so after the elimination, Gabo does the pumped Gabo flex at the request of Amanda and Ashley. Um, okay. Yeah, there we go. It's, it's like a mixture between Logan and uh, Garbo right in front of us. Uh, Huey's That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. <laughs> uh, you see, I say nice things. You guys say horrible things. Uh, Huey's pleased to see him gone now because uh, he doesn't have to worry about losing Nanny. This is going to age. Um, and now the big decision. Will Logan pick Garbo's partner, Emmy, from rapping uh, or infiltrate and steal someone else's partner? Let's head down to the lair to the hottest man currently in Croatia and find out. Well, Logan, came right down to the wire and you hung in there. That was sick. Now you have a decision to make. You can either take Gabo's partner, Emmy, or you can infiltrate and steal any other partner up there, except for Berna, of course. So what's it gonna be? Nani, come here. Yeah. <laughs> Nani, for sure, is a good partner. She can run, she can swim, is good on puzzles, has a lot of friends, so it's a full pack for me. Sucks to be you, Huey! <laughs> How have I not thought of this being a possibility? I went off on Garbo time and time and time again, only to have Nani stolen from me by the guy that was in the shadows, waiting all along the ponce. So Logan and Nani, you are now partners. Appreciate you. Huey, your partner was stolen. Emmy, your partner lost tonight's elimination. So now you two are partners. Come on down. Oh, poor Huey. <laughs> yeah. What did we think of Logan's decision to pick Nani? I'm... I'm kind of confused because, like, obviously they're thinking, the rookies all season who've needed to choose, is, like, choose someone middle of the road who, like, isn't going to put, like, a target on you for choosing them. Mm. But because they're all choosing that way, like, wouldn't it make sense to, like, just say fuck it and choose, like, CT or Corey yeah, or like, CC somebody like that? He's a guy. There's no guy going punch. He, he means in general, though, right? But in yeah. general, like, wouldn't it more behoove these people to start picking stronger people because everyone's using the same, like, zag when everyone else is zigging, you know? Yeah. I thought he picked like... Tori because of the Anissa connection. Kind of what I thought, too. Because, uh, I mean, think, Tori's George? probably the strongest girl left. 
like right I see. in her own mind yeah but Tori or Casey right I mean that's it mm. right? how would you feel right now if you were Huey sad can you, can you say how you'd sound how you'd feel in your accent Levi that's a way better can you, idea can you yeah. do your Huey your, what you think is going through Huey's head at the moment I was so happy to see Garbo gone because it meant <laughs> that I could keep Nani um, and then Logan comes and he fucking steals her and I, I just, I look at him, but I can't be mad because he's so hot, even though George just is an idiot and can't see it. So I'm not going to be mad at him, <laughs> but I'm now stuck with Emmy, who she's wonderful, but we're, we're a rookie, rookie team. We're in so much trouble, or as Devin calls them, a true international dream team. This is going to be my new favorite partnership. I think it could be a bigger hot mess than Huey and Ashley. Hashtag Dwemmy. Yeah. Oh, that sounds horrible. I'm into it. The worst the better. It. I I don't um I'm actually sad I'm sad about it because I they're like I don't want like them like my two two of my favorites. So like I don't want them to be the get like they're just gonna they're not gonna last. It's not gonna last long. It's you know? all right. They'll they'll probably next week go up against like I don't know, CT and Casey in elimination, absolutely <laughs> smash them. Hashtag Huemi. <laughs> But you mean, you know what I mean? Like, this kind of just spells the doom for them. Both yeah. of them. There's not even any point doing who traded up, who traded down, because obviously Logan went from no one to Nani, and then uh, Emmy and Huey went, well, Huey went from being in a good position to being in a rookie rookie. And um, yeah, so that's the end of the episode. But we get a little bit of foreshadowing from our little friend, Tori, who says the vets are playing the safest game possible, but soon enough, that's going to change and there will be some vets inside the lair fighting in the sand. Last time we had some foreshadowing was Kyle and the next episode, a vet got thrown in, Amber, by uh, Fessy. So do we think next week vets are going in? There's a big blow up as well, isn't there, next week? There's well, the, according uh, to the preview, it's not a spoiler because Challenge put it on TV. Yeah. Esther and Amber go at it. Um, yeah. Josh I, and I, Fessy. Amber I mean, and Fessy. That- that would be cool if this became like the flashpoint and everyone had every one of the vets had to pick a side in that and you always got two teams forming. Who's that which side would you choose, Fessy or Amber? Amber. Hundred percent. Because the B <laughs> stands for bloody well picking your side, not Fessy's. Pretty long who name. Would, yeah. <laughs> who would you pick? Which side, Brian? Um, CT's side. C- which side? side? No, no, no. You have to pick an Amber side or a Fessy side. Oh, well, Amber, because Fessy sucks. Yeah. There we <laughs> go. So that ends the elimination in the episode. Um, what did you think of this episode, boys? It's the weakest one of the seasons so far. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like it. I didn't hate it. It's actually had the most funny one-liners out of a lot of recent episodes. I had <laughs> calling Devin a pig, the undergarments bit. Those will actually stick in my head for a very, very long time. Um but yeah, it just wasn't. I think it's the combination of having like a, an unmemorable daily and elimination together. Mm. Just some, just the, it takes a lot for an episode to recover from that. And this one just wasn't quite up there for it. But it was still an episode right. of a challenge. So I was happy. Right. I mean, I disagree. I loved it. I mean, I thought it was oh. awesome. I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm much more pro Gabo um, than you guys, though. So like I was just into the Gabo story, basically, of it all um but i don't know i mean we got a cool hookup we got some funny moments we got a decent daily challenge everybody got muddy 
Um, there was an injury. There was an ambulance. There was there was there was shouting. There was tears. It just I feel like what else are we looking for here? What do we what do we want? What, what more do we want? You know, this, this part of it boring though, vets alliance thing. Yeah, done. I think yeah no I think you're right. I think like this it is when I did argue earlier like that it's it's a good thing that this is happening with the rookies. Mm -hmm. It is hurting it because like I don't care. I don't really care about Cabo or like at all you know i like gabo yeah i like gabo i mean logan seems like logan likes logan so <laughs> it's like but i don't care i want to see my friends play the game like i want to watch people i know i don't want to watch people i don't know anymore so you're right like the yeah. metal lines part of it is getting kind of i just feel <laughs> like like let's go let's, the get, best the, part let's, of the let's whole get the show on the road the best part of the whole episode was the actual mission. The rest of it, for me, I was just like, mm, I had to sit through it twice and write a running order. That's kind of how <laughs> I felt. Like last week's episode, I was like, yes, I get to sit through it twice and write a running order. This week, I was like, oh my God. Well, that's because last week you had Huey running. on. So no, no, but regardless, if we, if, we hadn't, with me. if we hadn't had Huey, we no, but if, you, we, if we hadn't had Huey, like I know every week I have to watch two ep watch the episode twice and I have to write a running order yeah. of the episode. Last week, regardless of Huey being on, I would have been excited to sit and watch that the second time. This week, I was like, oh, my God. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, no, I, get as, it. I get it. As George says, next week, based on that little preview in the trailer, it's going to heat up between the uh, big brother non-alliance, as I like to call them. Um, but yeah, it's been the best part of this episode, Brian, has been sitting down and chatting about it with you and George. No, stop it. I'm seeing your long hair. Yeah, I've never seen it, Dan. Um, hotter than Logan. You're welcome, boys. <laughs> take uh, you're not take a screenshot. Um, no, oh God, are you kidding? I wish. Uh, I don't need to take a screenshot. We've recorded the whole Zoom session. Um, <laughs> uh, but, but no, Brian, um, obviously you've got your winners and losers. You've got... Mm -hmm. um, the um, mailbag that you did with Jake. You've got mm -hmm. your weekly recaps. Where can people see this? Uh, yeah, just go to my Medium page, um, brianrbaddy.medium.com. And you post I on the Reddit as well, don't you? Post them on the Reddit, and that's uh, that's it. You kind of gotta. I, I like to make people learn it a little bit, you know. <laughs> Username TJ's bike. TJ's TJ's bike. That's right. In reference well, to TJ's. Um, preferred mode of transportation well it's it's time for us to get on our bikes and head off uh boys always a pleasure never a chore um if you yeah. just stop bullying me brian we'd love to have you back on a bit later <laughs> this season um george if lauren's not available i'll see you next week <laughs> well played <laughs> love you to see you all bye um and we'll be Adios. That's not how we sign off. Um, <laughs> we'll, be, uh, we'll be releasing. We'll be releasing again on a Friday next week um, because I've got Yom Kippur on Thursday, so we can't report. Uh, we can't report. We can't record. But continue the conversation this week over the weekend uh, into next week uh, over on the Challenge subreddit. If you want to get in touch with us, our socials are at Challenge React on Twitter and Instagram. And as usual, I'm going to leave you with the trailer for next week's episode of The Challenge. You ready, George? Spies, lies, and allies. Today's mission is called Turning Agents. I don't care who gets mad at me, yeah. Me and Brenna are really talking. 
If you're loyal, we will see it. Red flags are going up. You want to tell me that's on the blind side? This is not going to end well. Who's that?